This week's episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Get 10% off your first order at squarespace.com slash co-optional. Create your own professional-looking website with no prior knowledge required at squarespace.com slash co-optional. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Shillcast, where we will sell you literally anything we can get our hands on. You're welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> True. I'll sell you this True. empty packet of Pom Bears. Look at it. Look at that packet. Look at the number of bears on this packet. Now consider, how many bears are on your packet? I thought so. Yuck, 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 I'm really yuck. good at this. I can't argue with that. <laughs> Where, 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 do, where do you fucking go? Did he find? Is he, he got a packet with more bears on it? Because that's gonna ruin the whole bit if he does. <laughs> I forgot if I was gonna shill today. I was gonna go hard. Uh, <laughs> I had some stuff sent to me from. Hold on, hold on, William, William C. You didn't even bother to check name. before you brought it on the show, did you? I did, but it's been sitting here for like four weeks, and I keep forgetting. It's boy boing. Boy boing. What? <laughs> what? Look at the little guy. Boy boing. He's boy a little guy. Garlic? It's corn, corn, bigger, tastier, crunchier, garlic flavor, cornic? 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 What's a cornic? cornic? Where's it from? I don't know what that is. Try it. Um. Live on camera. Not here. Not America. No. Not at all. Or anywhere right, else. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open it. It's garlic flavor, guys. Oh yeah, this will go well. Your, <laughs> take your. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, he had yes. a cold. He's clearing it out right now, by the looks of it. Everyone's wow. ill today. That no. was the garlickiest. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Imagine, imagine corn puffs. Remember those? That cereal. I don't want to, but okay. They're not bad. They're actually really good. They oh, okay, smell okay, like cool. they smell like liquid death. But, <laughs> and, but they're not bad. They oh, you know, the little corn thingies. Fair they're enough. great. Look at him. I punch you in the face. Boy boing. Buy it now at your local wherever the hell you get boy boing at. Get some of that wang inside. This was ninety seven This was ninety seven fifty? In what? what? In in what? Rubles, I assume. <laughs> Something like that. Well, it's the Corruptional Podcast. We do occasionally talk about video games. Uh, we should probably mention, like, the sponsor thing, because it is there. So we're doing a, a four-show trial run with Squarespace, because they're a good website that allows you to make good websites. They're a website-making machine. Website goes in, website goes out. You can't explain that. So, and since we like money, and January's really, really terrible for ads, oh, God. We're, we are all starving over here, quite literally, at this very moment. So, 
Yes. We, I, I've written us four Squarespace ads. I have written them. They are custom. My writing talents are exceptional, as everyone knows. They're absolutely terrible. But you, <laughs> you will get to hear one later on in the show, and there'll be a mid-roll. And that'll be it. We won't be, we won't be shilling anything else. Well, we might be, but it won't be Squarespace specifically. But there you go. All right. Welcome to the Corruptional Podcast. We do occasionally talk about video games. Our special guest this week... He goes by the name of Quill18 or Strategy Guy18 from time to time because he has been known to play a few grand strategies from time to time. Welcome to the show. Hey, folks! Thanks for having me. Really excited. Cool. Yay. Glad to hear it. You got the helps. one show where everyone is really ill and n just wants to no, do an easy show. No, I feel so bad for you. Week. You have to carry the show, Quill. Uh -huh. You have to carry the show. All right, yeah. the show is on your all, back now. Or else it's all just your me, Boy Boy. Salas, all Civ Five. Oh all God. CK2. We all EU4 shit. DLC all the time. For the next three <laughs> hours, we describe a single turn of Europa Universalis. Oh, my. Well, new expansion just got announced today, so I'm super pumped. What, is that like the 15th expansion, if I recall correctly? It's, they've got a few. The fifth actual expansion, but then right, they have all this yeah. extra DLC for, like, specific music or faces or flags or yeah, uh, Native American units and yeah. all kinds of crap. We could speculate for three hours on Sid Meier's starships if we want, which... I don't know. We'll see how that is. I, from what I can tell with that, that's going to be more of a sort of Ace Patrol style game than it will be a full-on 4X. But I'm okay with that. Ace Patrol was actually pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like it's mostly going to be ship management, ship combat, not as much kind of empire management, but we've got, what, four screenshots to play with? At least I do. So no clue. It's I, I find the press release or whatever that they comments on it weird, where it's like, I really like the universe of uh, Beyond Earth, so I wanted yeah. to take the Beyond Earth. I was like, what I, universe? What universe? <laughs> it's barely got one. That's the problem. Like, you, you barely made a setup for an excuse of a game that was like, you're just going into space and you're building in space. It's Civilization yeah. Five in space. Look, I like it. I enjoy playing it, but I, I don't think that that's the basis for an entire friend. No. Like, no, it's going to make a space game out of it. Well, it's again, like... like Sorry, I do Dodger. like the I, I was just going to say I do like the idea of like you know starting on with one colony of humans and being like I wonder what all of the other colonies of humans are like, doing. Yeah. They are mm -hmm. talking about some sort of uh, interaction between the starships and beyond Earth. We have no mm -hmm. idea what that will be, but they're mm -hmm. like, "Oh, it'll somehow if you've got both games, bonus content." Maybe. I just hope I it's know. fun starship combat. Like I I just be completely cool with that because today I am rocking my Star Trek, the original yeah, series bathroom, indeed, mm -hmm. including my captain's golden stripes. Like they, they are there. So captain. this is this is my fault for doing too much Star Trek online, I guess. But actually, I haven't been playing as much of that this week. I, I played quite a lot during the weekend during their double XP thing, and then I kind of burned out because I got to this horrible area. You know, there's that every MMO has that one area where you absolutely hate what you're doing. I found yes. that. Holy shit. It's this ground combat area. You only get to bring half your away team. Like, in the game, you usually get you and four NPCs that come with you, and they have abilities and their own weapons, and they help you fight, and it's actually-ish okay. This time, they only give you two for no apparent reason, and they there's a bunch of mobs that basically just insta-give you with a fucking sniper shot. It's the worst. It's fucking awful. It's and it's just nothing but mission after mission of that, and I'm like, nope, nope, I'm I'm done. After dying twenty times, I'm just like, nope, I am fucking. Ha I've had it. That's it. No more of this. So I I'm taking a break from Star Trek Online right now, probably for the best. I think. 
Man, you're so in love. Oh, I got level 55. I'm, I'm five levels off max level. Is it good these days? I didn't play it since release. It's okay. When it was uh, bad. It's all right. It's it's improved quite a bit, I think. Like, the space combat's still really good. And you can play... The Klingons and the Romulans have fully fleshed out storylines now, so instead of... Like, when you play Klingons at the start, they clearly haven't finished it. Like, it was... Oh, the Federation got all the quests. Klingons um, do patrol missions for, like, 20 levels and shit and farm... But no, they've got they've got full sets now, so they're pretty good. But uh, yeah, it's a better game than it was. But it's the ground combat is still irredeemably bad. So if you can avoid that, then I guess it's okay. But if you can't, then you're probably gonna hate it. Can you, you play can avoid from the, the start game, now? Great. Yeah, you can play Klingon from the start. Okay. So that's that's pretty fun. <coughs> so you, get, you get your bird of prey, and you get to cloak and be an asshole. And they, they also, like, put an endgame bird of prey because they realized everyone just loved flying the bird of prey. So they're like, uh, okay, there's now a level 60 bird of prey that's way better. And you could just use that instead of having to use the big ships. So I was like, I, I appreciate that. They did the same thing with the Defiant because they realized everyone wants to fly the fucking Defiant. Sure. So we've got to make an endgame version of the Defiant, which is buffed. So you can use it in all of the endgame combat. So they did that. But I'm flying around my Galaxy X and it's a lot of fun, but... Outside of that, I don't want to talk too much about that because people get absolutely sick of it. They're like, oh god, he's talking about Star Trek. I was just talking up. about Hearthstone instead. Hearthstone, no yeah, that I mean, that's, conversation. A, that's, a great, that's a great video game, isn't it? Yeah, let's let's not let's not actually do that whatsoever. <laughs> so who played? Who's played Get Out of Hell? Am I the only one that's played Get Out of Hell? I just Jesse, played Saints Row Three like two weeks ago. It's Jesse, a really good game, Saints Row Three. It is. It's a great game. Jesse, how I, the fuck did you not play Get Out of Hell yet? Because PAX is this weekend, and I'm not going to touch it until I get back, because <coughs> okay. if I play it, Crendor and I are going to record it, and what's the point of doing two episodes, then leaving for a week, so uh, I mean, we'll do it when yes. I get back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose, but uh, yeah, so I played Get Out of Hell, and it's uh, it's pretty good for what it is, I'd say. Like, <laughs> it, it's a decent enough, it's an expand alone, you know, it is, it is your blood dragon to your Far Cry 3. But the weird thing is that Saints Row 4 was kind of already Blood Dragon. So it's in this weird spot where it, it's kind of not actually stranger than the base game because the base game's fucking weird as it is. So it's like, is this a more sensible Saints Row 4? It's like, no, that wasn't the point at all. What are we doing? <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good time. Like, if you're not sick of the Saints Row formula as of yet and you still want to blow shit up, and you still want to do stupid activities, and you still want to fly around the place. They give you a set of angelic infernal wings within about five minutes of starting the game, which good, is a great start. Because like you can fly immediately. Cool. <laughs> There's no reason to ever get in a car in that game. Just there is. You just don't do it. You can fly, and you can do your super run just like you could in Saints Row Four. So it. The, I think the strength of it is aside from it being $20 which is a big fucking strength is that the characters are actually really fun and they have this musical going on throughout it which is absolutely hilarious it's really well written and I was surprised by that because I didn't expect the dialogue to be good but I actually say like the dialogue is as good if not better than the other Saints games so that's pretty good and it runs well too but outside of that it's more Saints Row if you're sick of Saints Row this will not change your mind good to know mm. I'm not <laughs> I'll play it I just won't play it yet. Yep, I got play. I got work to do. I got work to do before Pack South. Yep, you can play either Gat or Kinsey, and Kinsey's a little annoying. She repeats her lines too much. That's the main problem with her. Gat kind of does the same thing. 
Kinsey's like my favorite character. Yeah, I mean, she's got some lines. Uh, she, there's actually like special. There's areas within the game if you visit, then Kinsey will make some amusing remarks, and like they're an actual collectible. Outside of really good audio logs, they have hilarious audio logs in that game. Really worth finding. But do you? Uh, I was gonna say that the the boss, the president, the whole premise of the boss gets taken. Yeah, the president. Yeah, of, he gets of taken. the universe. Yeah. Is it your character or is it the stock character? It's the stock character. Boo. I think uh, if there is a Boo. way to import, I don't know how you do that. But but I was annoyed by it because he was the stock character and he spoke like uh, the American version. I had mine as the British version. Yeah, so the I old was, British guy. Yeah. So I was pissed off about that. Best it's boss. like no, Best no, boss. You, you don't say that. But yeah, I mean it's off its rocker, just like Saints Row. But I have this, and I'll say this in my video tomorrow, which I finished like earlier and will be out then. I think that maybe it's time to dial it back a little bit and get back to the gangster stuff. Maybe do gangsters in different time period. Maybe do mobsters in the mob period, like the 30s and 40s, like kind of Prohibition era. Maybe do that. Wait, do you want them to find a time machine or do you want it to actually be happening? Um, maybe maybe period? they find a time machine and have to blend I'm in. super okay with a time machine. <laughs> yeah, I think a time machine might be a good way to do it without losing all of the insanity, but it's got yeah. to the point now where... Uh, it, like, there's barely any gangster stuff in Get Out of Hell at all. So it might as well not even have the gangster theme. And I think the gangster theme helps it. Saints Row 4 abandoned it, but it had all the crazy suit power shit. So I think it got away with it. Get Out of Hell's like, well, okay, we get it. Where, what exactly is Saints Row doing now? Like, where is it going? So I would I love to see kind of gangs in New York. DeLorean. Yeah, something like that. Something along those lines. Like, send them back in time, do some more gangster shit. Time Saints through the time would be great. Through the ages, they, I'd be cool with that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They technically did that. Uh, if you beat... Um, I don't remember if it was the, the Christmas DLC. It was one of the DLCs. The end of it was like, they went back through all of time and changed... Like, you didn't get to play it, but they technically did it. Well, I'll let you play so, it then. Yeah, yeah it exists, but... Yeah, and then there was it's, Raptors. Raptors yes, helped you, and you rode... Look, they've done it. It's they, canon. It's canon. Yeah, it already happened, TV. Raptor canon, the best kind of canon. <laughs> the yeah. shark gun's pretty good, too. Yes, it is. Uh, there's some good guns in Get Out of Hell. There's a bee gun, so I'm pretty happy with that. There's a, there's a shotgun which fires five stakes, and you can upgrade it so it stakes people to walls. That's pretty fun. There's, um, there's a gun which literally shoots diamonds. And it's just a giant bling gun, basically, that's covered in gold. It's $100,000 in-game, but you get you get bonus wealth every time you kill someone with it. So it's a money generator, essentially, that fires diamonds at people, which I kind of like. And there's, there's like, a god's hammer and this giant wiffle bat and all sorts of other silly things. But Go on. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm just a bit... I'm maybe a bit tired of the wackiness of Saints Row now. Like, I'm, I would like the next one to be a little bit more grounded. I think they can still do the comedy, but I want it to be grounded in something resembling a gangster game now, because this doesn't at all. Okay, I've got it. All right. I've got it. Are you ready? Yep, I'm prepared. So, all of the saints in Saints Row are going to be possessed by Catholic saints, and then they do gangster fights. I'm going to go all up Francis how of ECC on this bitch. How many, how many drugs are you on right now? Well, that's the first and last time we hear the words Francis of Assisi mentioned on the Corruptible <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. 
Yo, bitch, no, I'm venerable that way, bead. You have like the weirdness, right? Venerable Everybody's bead like, oh, Catholic, I've I'm been really possessed. Sure. We need to get these spirits, these these saints out of the saints. <laughs> right? A B and to then, the E but, to the A to the D. Yeah, but it happened because a different gang cursed them and they have to go in. I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Thank sold. You. I'm cool sold. That it. works for me. Okay. Someone work on the mod. Yeah, do it. Just make it happen. <laughs> but no. again, it's yeah. fine. And then like, it could be a Dynasty Warriors game. Jesse, here no. we go. Here no. We go. No, 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 no. You've ruined no. it now. New spin. No. New spin. No. New spin. No. New spin. No. No. no, 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 no. The only way this works, the only way this works is if the voice of the gang that cursed them is played by Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan comes back, voices the, the gang leader of the guy who cursed yes. them. He's like, we're called Brr. the devils, and they've all been yes. possessed by devils. Done. I'm in. I like it now. Hulk okay, Hogan cool. comes back. He leads the gang of guys who possess because he's a preacher. They call him the preacher, brother. And he comes. <laughs> he'd be so good. He'd be so good. Done. You gotta do that. Can I have a recruitable Thomas Aquinas? Is that yeah. how it's gonna be? Yes. Came together. I'm glad we were able to team up on Mary Queen of Scots is a boss at some point. Definitely. Yeah. This is terrible. This is worse than the ideas that we had previously. Like, we were supposed to be grounding it in reality. <laughs> now it's just gone. I don't even know what it is now. It's. We have been taking a lot of medicine, all of us, I think. And that's probably got a lot to do I'm with it. I'm not on anything. <laughs> I've had oh, tea, that's it. Dear God. <laughs> it's only going to get worse. Alright, I'm going to give other people a chance to talk about games before I launch into my Clash of Clans <clears throat> spiel, which is going to happen whether you like it or not. So, wh Quill, what have you been playing this week? What's been going on? Uh, same thing as usual, mostly strategy games, EU4, Civilization, Crusader Kings. There's going to be a Grey Goo video in a couple of days, although that's a promotional one, so... We disclaimer can talk about, can talk about Grey Goo, I believe. The embargo's <laughs> actually lifted, if I recall correctly on that. It has, uh, yeah, I'm 100% sure I've got it written down right here where it says we can talk about it, so... Have you played? You, I assume you've played it. I haven't played the entire campaign yet, but I've played a good chunk you of it. You've played a good chunk of it, yeah. We can't talk too much it. about the campaign, I know that. They don't want to talk about the first three missions, more than the first three missions to launch. But you've got the idea of the game, though, right? You've, you've played enough of it to have a good grasp. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because um, unlike some of the other RTSs, like unlike StarCraft or something like that, your base, all your buildings have to be kind of lumped together. Yes. Which I haven't seen before. And I thought at first would be kind of annoying. And I'm not 100% there yet, but it actually, it's working out pretty well. Yeah, it's, the base building is interesting because you've usually got to link things together. Like, it depends on which race you're playing. If you play as the humans, who are actually not really humanoid at all, which is kind of weird about them, you, you kind of link your buildings together with conduits, which are like power lines, but you can also teleport buildings along the conduits. So you need to move a turret or a factory, you just teleport it to somewhere else on the power line, which is a really cool mechanic. The beta, who are the kind of four-armed faction of aliens, they build hubs, which can have two, four, or six modules attached to them. So you can like, I'm going to build a factory attached to an air module and a stealth module, and it's going to build this kind of stuff. The more modules you have, the more stuff you can build from that factory. And what's kind of neat about it, for those of you who have problems with the way that Grey Goo, uh, well, with the way that any um, RTS operates, like you had problems with Macro, really easy to do. They've got this like hotkey system, which is kind of like playing Heroes of the Storm or Dota or LOL, where it's QWER. So you mm -hmm. hit like Q for structure and then you'll hit like Q again to build like a power a power building or you build, hit like E to build a factory. It's really quick and you can do it from the bottom of the screen and you can be anywhere on the map when you do it. 
So you don't have to do what you have to do in StarCraft, which is you've got to go back to your hotkey group. You've got to build some more shit. All of that stuff is much simplified. So I would say as a result of that, like if you're not, if you like the idea of RTS, but you're intimidated by them, Grey Goo is actually surprisingly easy to get into. Are you kidding? I've been hotkeying all my production buildings. What are you doing? You don't have Holy to do crap. any of those things. Oh my I'm God. I'm such an idiot. Wow. Yeah, all of the, all of the units you can build are down the bottom, like they're in groups. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can build all of those, and you can uh, it'll build them from the available factories. You can even put them on loop, so you don't even have to do any of that shit. They can just keep building the same thing. It's great. One thing I do like that's good. Uh, if you play StarCraft, the thing you should never do if you want to be really good is queue up a bunch of stuff. Yes, you're spending yeah, you resources ahead of time. You but don't here, do that when you here. queue it up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it like, just spends the resources as it builds. It's like Supreme Commander and Total Annihilation, like that. Like it just it it spends it as it builds, which means you can start a building that you can't afford yet, which is good because you you know you're going to be able to afford it later on. So you don't have to sit here as like can't build it, can't build it. This is really fucking annoying. Can't build it. So you don't have to babysit your base as much. But the one faction that's really interesting in that game is the goo. Which are exactly what they sound like. It's a big pile of grey goo, which is a bunch of nano machines that are coming to eat you. Your base is this pile of goo, and you move your goo around in order to collect resources, and then the goo splits off into smaller goos, which can then morph into different units instantly. And also the goo eats things, so it's like the blob. It just engulfs things and eats them. It's really kind of great. I like the, uh, the graphics for the little goo, too. Oh, yeah. It's very yeah. satisfying. Yeah, they, they dynamically morph depending on the terrain because they can travel over hills and shit. It's really cool. So that is... it's um It plays kind of like a classic RTS. It plays a bit like Command & Conquer. So if you're looking for something that's not so complicated, it's it's got its moments. It's a pretty fun game. Some of the ultimate units are hella fun. I built the Hand of Rook. It's this flying yeah. factory with a nuclear cannon and six turrets that can build two tanks at a time. And it flies around blowing shit up. It's the best. I want one of those in my life. Oh, that's really that's good. So now, good. this is supposed to be by the same people from Westwood that made things like Command & Conquer, isn't it? Yes. Uh, they're working for Petroglyph, who are also responsible for Universe at War, which I think was a highly underrated game, and End of Nations, which ended up being farmed out to somebody else and now sucks, So, which is not great. But, yeah, it's a, really, it's a good game. It's got a campaign. It's got, I think, their computer-generated cutscenes, but I can't tell because they look very lifelike. I'm actually in the Uncanny Valley part where I can't figure out if these are guys in makeup or actual CG people. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be pre-rendered. It's got to be. But yeah. it, it's so close. Do it's, you like the teeth on the betas? That's yeah. One of my favorite like, things. Yeah, the, 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 the actual teeth that they made on them. There's like one solid kind of massive teeth down the bottom. It's just like one big tooth. It's, it's kind of crazy. But it, it's, a, it's a high production value <laughs> game. It's looking like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's out in a few days. And if you're looking for an RTS, then you could definitely do worse than Grey Goo, certainly. It's pretty fun. I will say it's not very micro-intensive. So if you're looking for something that's like really fast like StarCraft 2, it doesn't really have that. Units have a tendency to bump into each other, so microing's really hard. But outside of that, it's a really fun RTS. It's got great music too. Frank Lepaki did all the music, so same guys that did Command & Conquer. So absolutely spot on. find some of the voice acting maybe a little questionable, but that, yeah. I mean, it's such a minor little niggle. Well, that's RTS for you, isn't it? When has an RTS ever had good voice acting? It's always been, yes, sir. We're heading here, sir. Let's mm -hmm. get him. Yeah. Hell, oh. it's about time. Oh, please stop. We'll just end, <laughs> end it. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty good game. So, yeah, I just read about it. Grey Goo. Okay. 
I wanted to learn more about the game, but instead I read about actual Grey Goo and the the, the end of the world of, scenario of Grey Goo. Just start, you you notice, rewind a little bit. You'll notice my mouth was open. I was it was <laughs> like within two days it would weigh as much as the sun. I'm like I don't what what is happening right now. Good. I, I needed a new nightmare. Yeah. 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 Greg, so... for those who don't know, Grey Goo is an end of the world scenario where sentient nanobots basically devour all life on Earth. It's it's been used ah, a few times in sci-fi novels. Uh, that's the, why it's called the replication Goo. like the way they talk about the replication of it is basically in 10 hours it'd be a shit ton and then in a day it'd be earth size yes and in two days it'd be the size of the sun and it would just be a gray gooey Mass blob of, yeah. of self-replicating death yes great nice to know good job nanotechnology thanks nanotech. for scaring me well i imagine we wouldn't do that on purpose we'd probably put some safeguards in place but then we'd fuck up and then all die the example, son. the example that they listed was like if there was an oil spill off the coast and we created nanobots to get rid yeah. of the hydrocarbons and it was like, oh, well, let's just eat all carbon. It would just devour Earth. Devour all life on Earth. Us. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that oh, that's horrifying. Nice. <laughs> Oh. Yes, it's a bit scary. We're Welcome gonna to actually well, destroy nano machines, son. Just like nano machine son, say. yeah. Oh god, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And Did it, you guys but, hear that? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna ask if you're gonna be playing anything else this week. Well, this is not this week, but I'm really excited. Harmonix is polling people about a current gen rock band game. Ooh yeah, I'm right back into that shit. Put that on PC. Make sure it's properly synced up and. I'll probably buy two copies of that. I play. I'd sit here playing the guitar, no problem. I have no shame. I'll sit in my chair playing my plastic guitar, and I'll be totally happy with it. Can I use an old my old guitar? Do I need to buy a I new one? I bet they won't let you. <laughs> I bet they'll just fucking sell you another one. I won't buy it if I have to buy. An, I have two guitars in a closet that I just don't use. If I have to buy another in order to play this new game, I ain't it ain't happening. Uh, I've got like that three guitars, drum set, two microphones, the fucking keyboard for Rock yeah. Band Three. It's like I'll oh, have all that too. Yeah, no Please reason stop. to. It's too much. I'd play. Uh, I don't think Rock Band is like in any way out of date though. Like, Rock Band is a thing forever. I'll happily mm -hmm. play more Rock Band. I'm not sure what they would do with it. Like, I think they reached the pinnacle with Rock Band 3. There's not really much that you can do with the formula anymore. But I would still play it anyway. As long as it's got a good set of songs. Like, it really mm. comes down to the songs. Guitar Hero 2 still had the best fucking selection of songs. Bar none you know out what? of anything. You know what they need to do? The, the thing that I think is most important is they need to make it visually entertaining for everyone waiting for their turn mm -hmm. i think that's the key and i think rock band um did that really really well with a lot of their later stages when they had the big arenas and and um yeah I, oh jeez, what was that song whatever the coheed and cambria song was when you played that while you were waiting for your friend like while friends were waiting the level was like fire and shit going up it was really entertaining to watch yeah. And it went on for like three and a half minutes of just like rocking out at the end. It was great. And I think that if you're going to make a Guitar Hero game or, or, or anything similar, you need to have the fact that it's probably going to be it's probably going to be played in a group. And it's probably going to have people who want to like watch you, like watch good people play, make it visually entertaining. Like go the next level. I would be down for that. Yeah. I think I, I would also like a better career mode, I think. Just like really pump up, uh, like put a management aspect in there. 
and actually make it a real career mode. Because Rock Band let you do that to some degree, but like not to the degree that I wanted it to. Like I really want there to be a bunch of really cool things that you can do from the management side of things and then go and play in the arenas. So I think that would be a nice little combination. Mm. And I would like regular Rock Band, not like the Beatles ones. The songs were good, mm. but yeah. the gameplay wasn't as strong. I will give credit to the Beatles one. They did have the visuals to back it up. They had some oh, yeah. really awesome visuals in Beatles Rock Band. But yeah, the regular Rock Band I'd much prefer, obviously. And I mean, it's a game that just keeps on going because they just keep on adding more songs to it. They're still releasing songs, for God's sake. Um, so yeah, I would love to see another Rock Band. I don't think we're done with it yet, frankly. Just let's not have Connect integration. Let's not do anything oh, with that. Uh, it no, will. that's going to happen. Yeah, it's like, wave your hands in the air. No, please, no. I just, I just don't, don't care. care. God, no. Oh, yes, do the wave. Oh, no. Amazing. Do not in any way do any of those things. Mm. Uh, those were good times. They were the best of times. They were. They were the worst of times. They were also of that. <laughs> they were the green grass high tides of times. <laughs> yeah, green grass and high tides forever. At least they weren't through the fire and the fucking flames. I'm not. No. No. Hand breaking bastards. Ugh. That was the day that I learned to despise Dragon Force. The amount of pain they caused. That was the day I think when everyone on the internet realized like there's no way anyone could play this for real. Yeah. Like no one plays this music. Well, no. Like I mean, I've seen Dragon Force live twice, and they can't even play it for real. So yeah, just don't... like no one's ever played this no. song before. Like they somewhere, can't. a bunch of guys in a studio were like, just like boop and beep it in with the keyboard. Like, there's no, there's <laughs> no way. It. There's no way. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Dodger, what have you yeah. been playing this week? Um, let's see. I played a really bad game called Squirreltopia. Oh, they were giving free keys of that away. It's, it's it's a death platformer, right? It's not good. It's yeah, it's a it's a two D platformer game. The controls are just like that that portion of a second unresponsive that it oh, pisses that, you off so it, badly. Oh shit! It even looks like Meat Boy. It's like a but it's but with Meat Boy, you know how when you go to jump in Meat Boy, like it's it's, it's on it. It's yeah. so tight. With um with Scrolltopia shit, the controls are like the opposite of tight. Oh, Every my. time I went to jump, it was like, yeah. You're just like, <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want you to go any further than when I hit the button. Oh my god. I don't see anything in this game that I would want. No. Not a thing. I literally only played it because it's called Scrolltopia. And I was like, what if it's like a really a really cutesy platformer that's good. It's not. No, it does not look really. like it is at all. <laughs> really, in fact, really bummed me out. And they don't even. The beginning of the game is like this little squirrel in basically a Robotnik mobile, and he uh -huh. shows up and sucks up a bunch of gems, as though you're in a Sonic game. And there's this big force field, and you're just watching all of these squirrels and gems get sucked into this Robotnik machine, and then this evil squirrel like floats away and that's the beginning of the game. And I like, I gave this game a pretty fair shake. They never explain what the fuck's going on with that intro. Like ever. <laughs> it just seems like it's there to justify the bullshit they're about to throw at you. I don't even know because then, so, so evil squirrel floats away. Right. And you're like, Oh, the force field's gone. I guess now I can, you know, begin my platforming adventure. So you start to walk and then it's like, 
and it's new scene, right? New scene. You're a completely different squirrel in a house with music blasting and you go out and there are squirrels everywhere looking super happy. And I'm like, what the fuck? What was the point of that intro? If all my squirrel buds are doing fine. <sighs> Disappointing story. Disappointing controls. Mm. Here's the thing. It looks like a game that came out two years ago. Like uh, the squirrels, at least. And I can't remember the damn name of that game. Like the squirrel, the main character looks like a guy who came out a while ago. Hmm. And I don't remember what that is. And it's going to drive me crazy. Are you thinking of the squirrel and family guy? Because that's what they reminded me of. No, it's definitely a video game. Damn good job. That guy. I have no idea what you're talking about. I stopped Beaver. watching Family Guy after oh, season Beaver three, says, where they just forgot how to be funny and then never forgot, managed to figure it out after that. It was just a disaster. Oh, they were never funny. Um, I still watch uh, oh, that, the show, you, You're probably right, actually, yes. Um, I'm fine also, this. Hold on. Sorry, I'm just in the yeah, process just, of backing Exploding Kittens because Squirreltopia reminded me the, that this game exists. Yeah, I was looking at Exploding Kittens. I don't know how I feel about the art style. It's 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 the oatmeal's art style, isn't it? He's the guy yeah. doing the art on it. I'm mm -hmm. cool with that. Oh. I like the oatmeal's art. I, I just know. bought the just not safe for work version. Skewed enough about it that I think in a game it would creep me out a little. <laughs> Probably. There yeah, is apparently a set of cards that were too gross to include. So, but you can get them with the extra things. So I'm like, all right. Yeah, I want those gross cards. Yeah. Give them to me. <laughs> yeah, I actually backed two things this week. I backed that and the Conan board game, which is going ridiculous. Like, it, it's designed by some really talented people that did some very, very good games. What sort uh, of a game is it being fashioned for? It's like, it's a it's a board game for two to five players. It's like a it's like a kind of grand adventure game. Basically, you go through as kind of Conan heroes and fight shit and do quests and everything. And they asked for um, $80,000. They're currently at $880,000. And they have 21 what? days to go. They are running out of stretch goals. They're just like, we'll give you this and this and this and this and this. And they're just burning through stretch goals. It's ridiculous. That's nuts. Yeah, Holy people shit. really dig it. Really Who knew dig that it. so many people would be like, fuck yeah, Conan game. Conan, I mean man. Who the fuck doesn't like Conan? Conan's amazing. Yes. Evidently. You can be a barbarian for real. You can. On a board. I can't remember room. what exactly it is they designed before, but I know the, guy, the guys behind them designed some really good games. And as a result, uh, I think that that's probably why people are so into it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Conan and Robert E. Howard. They worked on stuff like the Adventurous Timeline Cardline, The Builders, and they... Um, Oh yes, they they found they got in with a publishing company, the same guys that make uh, Takenoko, you know, the little uh, thing with the panda, mm -hmm. little panda board game. Oh yeah, yeah so they're working with them. So, gotcha. There's, there's quite a lot of pretty talented folks involved in this game. Like, there's a whole team behind it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm on board with Conan the board game. <laughs> Absolutely, let's go. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah. I've never I, I I've I've only had one disappointment when kickstarting a board game. I think. And that was uh, Golem Arcana, which I've I've spoken about before. Like the quality of the miniatures was just not good at all. You liked the actual game, though, right? It was I just like the, the miniatures idea behind that were a problem. It. I mean, the thing about the game is that it's like it's a fairly simplified kind of squad tactics game that probably would have just been better as a actual game on the iPad. Like mm. the physical aspect of it 
is kind of weak. And I understand tracking some things with an iPad and using it as a way to keep track of the rules, which is what they're doing with their XCOM, which is why uh, that's coming out very soon, by the way, the XCOM board game. They use an iPad there to give you missions and to time you and shit. That's amazing. That sounds really good. This, it's almost like it does too much for you to the point mm. where it doesn't really feel like a board game anymore. And as I said, the miniature quality was so disappointingly poor that I was I was really let down by it. But everything else that I've uh, kickstarted that's been a board game has turned out really good. Zapocalypse is obviously fantastic. And I'm not just I'm saying that. Mostly Kickstarted food, to be honest with you. Have you had success with Kickstarted food? Yeah. I uh, I kickstarted Genki Sue. It's um Honey, Kickstart honey all the time. Every time you see honey kickstart it, it's always delicious. Okay. <laughs> honey, hot sauce. Hot sauce is a good Kickstarter. But um, yeah, Genki Su is like uh, Japanese drinking vinegars, and right. I love them. So Japanese when I saw, drinking vinegars. Yeah, they're like vinegars that are infused with different things, and you can like mix them with club soda and drink them. Oh, they're wow. delicious! I can't I imagine them. how that would taste. Oh, it's great. But I'm curious. <laughs> I but it's like it's. I feel like because okay, from Oregon, everybody's super hippy dippy. I've I've was drinking Japanese vinegars in Oregon and then there was a company from Oregon called Genki Su that was going to be making like a bunch of different ones and I was like oh, I haven't had any since I've lived in LA so I kickstarted them a while back and they send me different vinegars all the time it's amazing <laughs> what kind of flavors do they have um there are things like like there's there's ginger ones there's lavender oh, ginger? ones there's ah, like, I'm on board there's there a ginger go. one yeah yeah you mm. should get on it but they're great and they give you like you they give you a little food you yeah. definitely can. Admittedly, it's a bit of a risk, obviously, because it might be, <laughs> it could be poison. You know, you never know. And sometimes, I mean, like, it's it's kind of hit or miss also whether or not it'll actually affect you, because sometimes it's, we want to start a restaurant. And if the restaurant's nowhere uh, near you, it's like, there's not really any perk that they can give you no. as a restaurant, you know, other than a Back shirt. My potato <laughs> salad. Like, Here you go. Yeah. I would like to make a potato salad. Let's get on that. How did that end up turning out? How much did the potato salad guy actually earn? Too a much. bunch. He donated like a lot of it to charity. I don't Good on him for that. Uh, he he met $55,000 by the looks he of it. He was going to have a big party, wasn't he? Invite everyone from the internet? Yeah, I'm sure that'll go really well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he had stretch goals. I will pay someone to film a thank you video for my backers. You see, that's that's a fucking good way to use your money. It's like, fuck doing work. I've got money now. I can make other people do work for me. My kitchen is too small. I rent out a party hall and invite the whole internet to a potato salad party. Did that ever happen? I have to wonder. <laughs> probably not. I'm going to go with probably not. No, it Most did. It did? Apparently so. Uh, I hope there's pictures. Uh, he called it potato stock. <laughs> he did it at, at the Paeda corporate headquarters in Columbus, Ohio, apparently. What? That's yep. ridiculous. Yep. And it ended up on South Park as well. Of course it did. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Like, this is what a $55,000 Kickstarter potato salad party looks like. <laughs> yep. There it is. It happened. It was a real thing. Congratulations, he's do he's managed to fulfill his Kickstarter goals when so many others haven't managed to. So, <laughs> be fucking embarrassed that a guy who's making potato salad did a better job than you, you fucking slackers. To be fair, making a potato salad is probably a little bit easier than making some of these video games people want to kickstart. It, 
I don't know, he had a concert at this thing. Like, this was legit. There were, like, Mr. Potato Heads. There was Potato <laughs> Salad Making Contest. There was a sack race. Like, this is more fun than most Kickstarted video games. That I would, there's no yeah, doubt. Yeah, okay, I would have gone to that. Yeah, so he delivered. So good on him. Good on Zach mm-hmm. Danger, which was his name. <laughs> Zach Danger Brown for his wonderful Danger potato salad. Danger Brown. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Danger! So this is like slightly changing the subject, but TV. Please. I was laughing. S- oh dear. I was laughing so hard when. Okay, so I was playing that bullet hell game on stream, and oh, TV came one. into my yeah. chat, and in all caps was like, "Oh my god, it's actually called Black Package." You weren't lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> XC Jade Penetrate Black Package. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. He's like, no, it's actually called that. that. I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, no they actually it's called the it real that. name. The real name. Speaking of bullet hell, Crimson mm. Clover World Ignition. So that game is legit. I I heard about it a while ago when uh, Super Bunny Hop did a little video on a bunch of Japanese Dojin games, and mm. I heard about it again when Slowby from Red Prey continually pestered me to play it, and eventually I gave in to stop him and said, "All right, I'll play it as part of 15 minutes of game, my you know my new show." So I played 15 minutes of Crimson Clover. That is that is fucking eye-meltingly crazy and great. Like, it is yeah. nuts. It, so it, the way that it works is kind of like just a standard bullet hell game, but it gives you a lot of gold stars. Like, you blow something up, a bunch of gold stars fly to you. And it increases your multiplier. And your multiplier can go up to thousands and thousands of times. And you have the, this break bar. And you hit the uh, if you hit the break limit, then you increase your firepower to the fight where it covers about half the screen but you can double break and if you double break you basically cover the entire screen in lasers like nothing lives you are showered with thousands of gold stars as you do it it's complete fucking visual madness and it's (laughs) awesome fun it's really cool it looks rad yeah it's a it's really good it's on steam for like 10 bucks it's also on gog as well for ten dollars it looks phenomenal and i played a bunch of levels of that i had a blast with it it was so much fun and i don't usually like bullet hell and crimson clover is really really good it's just so extravagant oh yeah happens yeah visually it's completely ott like it does not need anywhere near as much visual business as it has but it has it anyway because that's awesome you know who doesn't love collecting stars right it just gives you thousands of them throws them at you like how you blew up a boss have a thousand fucking stars flying at you like yeah i feel amazing i'm collecting things yeah crimson clover is good it's very good yeah you can also you can also get the soundtrack on steam which is also very good the soundtrack is really really cool you have to have a good soundtrack on a bullet hell game man you do they're so frustrating you're playing the same shit over and over and over again you're memorizing patterns you gotta have good music or you're just gonna be like fuck this (laughs) it's important for the beat to uh, match a lot of the action too because it is so so muscle memory tempo based kind of gameplay yeah it's true crimson glove is nice i mean the the uh, the novice mode is just the right difficulty for me and then there's arcade and boost and infinite and survival which are all like this is going to horribly kill me so i I did one level of arcade and i was super proud to beat it but apparently it gets super hard after that and the novice mode is like it's just difficult enough so i did crimson clover a lot there was a there was a tiny build game at pax prime 
that was a really, really great example of the uh, beat to action because the entire thing was based off the music. Okay. So the more you did going through the bullet hell, like it, it, it was incredible. Like the stage that was, was not retrograde, was it? Ah, all I know is that uh, I, I don't remember the name. Is that the characters were you were a triangle and there was a square and there was like you were different shapes. Okay. And those were your characters and you were flying through this thing as I'm looking a up. million things were coming at you, but you could get through it if oh. you knew the song because the song was like how you beat the level. So the song would be like this incredible. There was yeah. one level that was amazing where when the beat dropped, it was like wah, 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 like shit's flying. Out. It was insane. I was like, I don't sure even know what's going on. Is sure it's from Tiny Build? Because I don't see a single I, game here that fits that description. It was at their booth. I, I feel it was like at I know what booth. game you're talking you're about. You're not talking though. about um, Beat Hazard, are you? It definitely wasn't Beat Hazard. Because I was going to uh, say, Beat Hazard is a game that it, it does a shooter to your music, and that's a, that's an eye melter. If you... you that, no, it's there, like there really, are... it's like really minimalist, right? It's very minimalist. Um, yeah. It was at the Tiny Build booth, but I, it wasn't. I don't think it was it wasn't actually. By Tiny Build. Yeah, it was like out there outside, and I wish I remember the name of that song. I'm sure later today someone will message me and let me know, but that doesn't help us now. But the idea is that it was one of those games that you couldn't beat it unless you knew the beats of the song, right? And like how it worked, and it was fantastic. I was like, oh, this is great. Is that, is that Sound Dodger? Are you talking about Sound Dodger? Maybe? Question mark? Let me look this up. Now I gotta look this up. So Sound I, I played Sound Dodger about two years ago. If you're ago. talking about 140. 140. <laughs> we need to figure out um, what this fucking game is now. Because that it sounds a bit like... You like... 140 is the one where you like change shapes. No, you don't change shapes. Each player okay. is a different shape, and there's four players. Maybe you were all four little triangles. I don't remember. But okay, count the Sound Dodger then, because that's, that's a one-player game. It like was about as minimalist as possible. And it was hmm. really, really cool. Uh, hmm. And it, it blew my mind. I remember l walking away being like, holy crap, that was the coolest. I Well, it's unfortunate that you don't know what it is because it sounds great. We totally like to plug there, it right now. There is a tag on Steam just called Minimalist with a lot of games. There's Cubot. There's Try of Friendship and Madness. We're not going to read them all out in the hopes There's that Jesse There's 6180 The Come Moon. On. Oh, I don't. I hey, don't six one eight. The moon is great. That's an awesome game. Love that. Try of friendship and madness looks interesting. Wow. Apparently, uh, the Kickstarter for exploding kittens has gone up a hundred thousand dollars in the last forty-five minutes. <laughs> my life. Wow. What That's have you crazy. done? I I don't think that was all us, but we maybe we had something to do with it. Ugh. Game better I'm not suck. Uh, uh, we'll we'll figure it out by the time this podcast is over. I'm sure I at hope some so. point. You know what? It, that sounds good. That sounds like it's worthy of the point. What's the point of having contacts when I can't just be like on Twitter, hey, Tiny Build, what was that damn game? Give me time. I'll figure it out. Well, you could do that. You're just going to have to I wait for them to, to respond. Well, you know what? Hopefully they will. And the problem at PAX is they've got that little indie mega booth area where tiny games will be, but also a bunch of other things. Yeah, right everything's there. like so close together, you don't know who's associated with who at that well, point. Well, I definitely know it was Tiny Build because it was upstairs on the sixth floor. And in the tiny build area, and I remember because they had giant, crazy neon green mats on the floor okay. of what their area was. So I guarantee it was them, and I guarantee I remember everything. I just need to figure out what the name of the game is. Was, the, was it Beat Bounce? Oh my god, maybe no. What's the name of that that game that was at the Super 
indie mega booth that was like it's a mobile game and it has a a, a hex board and then everybody plays like different very proper looking animals and like each animal is trying to invade what? all the other animals oh fuck i remember loving I that game wait a minute don't know that does not sound like something i've played ever but apparently you're going to find it. Are we all just going to forget all of the games that we've played? We are Ooh. the worst video game commentators. Armello? <laughs> I think it was Armello. Okay. Maybe. I'm, I, I only three, yeah. play three games. <laughs> Indeed, play three games. It's Armello. I uh, found it. Officially better than Jesse right now. Cool. What In are, this what? moment right now. <laughs> a a sci-fi style rolling platformer. Are you sure? What is? Uh, what are we talking about? No, I got the Kickstarter. This one. is not in any way the game that you just described. You were talking about a hex-based war game with proper-looking animals. This is a platformer. Oh no no no! Armello is is. Oh, not it's Armello with an E, not Armello with an I. Okay. Yeah, Armello is a game that was kickstarted and funded. And I, well, yeah, that's no, confusing cool. as shit. I like this one. I saw this one on Kickstarter. I I don't fund Kickstarter games anymore, but I saw this. I only fund cool. board games. I don't fund uh, yeah. fucking uh, video games anymore. But I love the way this looks. I definitely want to play it when it comes out. Yeah, same. But you can't use the fox unless you were a backer, which I'm super not okay with. I'm sure if you emailed them, they'd make an exception. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to play the fox so bad. <laughs> it's, got, it's got cards and dice. Wow. I love this game. I know. Both at once? Nonsense. Yes. You, you weren't kidding. They have some very... That is a proper looking bear. It's a fat bear. But it's a proper looking bear. Quite proper looking, yeah. Sana, the forest sister. She is, she's a curvy lady. <laughs> that is a curvy lady right there. Indeed. Mercurio, the grinning blade. Amber, the far seeker, and Thane, the winter wolf. He looks the most like a furry. The rest of them I can deal with. <laughs> he's yeah, like. Yeah, great. He's got those fuck me right now eyes that I'm not okay with. They oh, need to, just, no, yeah. absolutely I'm, I'm not. okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you, you do whatever you wish. I will. As long as it doesn't I have will. to be in any, any way around me. <laughs> what else have been people been playing this week? I'm not going to start on my Clash of um, Clans thing till after the break, so let's talk about something okay. else. Uh, well, Sam's been playing like a ton of H1Z1. Oh, He's like yeah. super into the like horror survival e games what's your impression and, of that so far uh i mean i haven't played it but i was what's, going to say that how much has he been yelling at it oh it's like constant screaming okay he's wiggling his eyebrows at me because he knows he's been like the number of times i've texted him being like could you be a little a little bit quieter honey thank, thank you <laughs> he's just like ah! just like losing it but if you like, if you want his opinion, we could swap, and you could talk to can him. Can I? We could. But, can I say, for the first? Yes. Rarely just, do I come away watching another YouTuber's video and say, "God damn, that nailed it." Usually, I'm like, "That was good. That was that was cute. That was fun." I look, hate me all you want, internet. PewDiePie's videos about survival horror games nailed it. I could <laughs> not agree more with with like I the way he did. haven't watched his, that yet what's what does he say like what basically what? that they're that they're awful <laughs> like he's, he's like, not wrong he's like, <laughs> it's it's you know it's his usual pewdiepie like thing that he does but he goes through it and he's like it's three and a half minutes of me running <laughs> it's exactly why i hate them so i yeah. can't no. he nailed it nailed it 
Fair enough. I couldn't agree more. Yes. Hello, Strippin. Uh, so, Hello. H1Z1, any mm. good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Why? Um, it takes a lot of mechanics from other games in the genre and puts them together. Um, the one bad thing about DayZ is the controls are really bad. And so, like, H1Z1 has worked really hard to make it really easy to control. It's good. The map isn't huge, like DayZ. Like, in 10 minutes, you can run from one corner to the other corner. So it's not like... Okay. It is kind of a walking simulator like the other ones, but not anywhere near on the same level. Right, okay. It's good. It's good. And there was all that pay-to-win furor, which was all bullshit as well. Yeah, that, that annoyed me because, as I said on the show yesterday or the day before when I did Content Patch, it was known since, like, August and even before that of last year that airdrops would contain guns and ammo. And the whole point mm. was to drop these things down, you'd have to fight over them. Like, you didn't get them instantly. Yeah. And it sounds like what happened is one famous streamer had it bug out on him and land way too close to him. So everyone yeah. assumed that's how they worked. And then everyone went fucking nuts on Reddit. Like, yeah. they blew up in a big way. Like, it was front page on four separate subreddits. Like, it had 4,000 upvotes on, like, PC Master Race, on games, on gaming, and I think on uh, PC gaming as well. And they were fucking furious. Yeah, so there's because like they certain conditions lied to. that was supposed to happen for the crate. It's supposed to only drop when half the survey population is present. Yeah. Did, that didn't happen. It was a bug. Okay. He was like the only person on the server at the time. Okay. He was like the first person to get in. Right. Uh, the zombies that come out of the crate are supposed to be aggressive and attack you. Okay. They're bugged. So they just kind of stand on the spot. Oh, lovely. And also okay. the crate is supposed to drop in a random radius it was 250 meters now it's 700 meters right uh away from you and that didn't happen as well because that was bugged so the footage that everyone had to go by was three bugs leading to this guy getting an airdrop which was you know one hour into the game release he was the only person on the server and they just went off with it so like oh. all they had to go by was a bug on a bug on and, a bug. And there was that. And there was the thing is, there was that statement like Smedley screwed up the statement by saying that no, you can't buy guns and ammo. That would be against the point. But what what he obviously meant by that, by the sounds of it, is you can't directly buy them. Like you can't just yeah. go to a store and yeah. buy a gun. You can get an airdrop that's going to drop within like a mile radius that you might get, but you'll probably get killed trying to get to. Mm. I mean, lo and behold, people would find a quote and take it out of context to uh, serve their agenda. We couldn't possibly expect that from... Yeah. yeah, right? On the internet. There's something about the com the community that seems to follow around zombie survival games is really, really demanding. I guess yeah. it's because none of them got a good game yet and they're all really pissed off. Like, every game in that genre is bad to some degree or unfinished, or both. So well, they're, they're all early access. Yeah, all of them. There's, every single there's one. Not a finished one. Well, War Z isn't. Like, Infestation Survivor Stories is out of early access, isn't it? But that's shit. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's still it's still kind of early access though, isn't it? It feels like an early access. It feels game like it in that yeah. respect. They all feel yeah. like that. Yeah, Jesus. Definitely. Mm, that's yeah. I mean, they. There's no doubt about it. They really did directly say that airdrops. No, no, they did not directly say that airdrops would have would not have guns and ammo. They said they would. Like I have yeah. quotes on multiple websites of this. So unless they, I mean, it sounds to me like maybe they fucked up in a stream at some point and said something wrong. But well, on that Reddit post, from, they didn't say that. There's a that. quote from nine months ago where they said um, that they would like to not have any purchasable means to get gear. Uh, and it was it was nine months ago, and the guy that made yeah, the quote wasn't Smedley. 
Yeah, and since then they've released multiple statements saying that the situation's changed, but people took that quote from nine months ago yeah. and just recycled it. So. And then there was the quote from yeah. six months ago that said that they airdrops would have guns and ammo in them. It literally yeah. just said that, and it was quoted on yeah, Future yeah. 24-7, it was quoted on GameSpot, it was quoted on Ars Technica. Like, it's on mm. multiple things. I mean, so, I've been playing with a group of three or four people, and uh, I've been having a lot of fun. They've, they've got, like, base building mechanics in this game. Okay. So... You can you can you know collect materials and build bases, or you can so reinforce a house Rust-esque in town. Then. Yeah, very. It's got like rust elements, and then it's got like the wars Z infestation elements. I don't think it's really like Daisy at all. I think it's more like infestation. Okay. Um, with like Which a is rust. Which not generally a good building. comparison, is it? Because that's not a good game. Well, I feel I feel like it's an improvement on on that. You know, that on an infestation. They've got there's got they got vehicles in it, uh, so yep. you can. I saw JP driving around in a police car earlier with three other yeah, people. Yeah, so um, we, me and JP were we doing some role playing where we named ourselves like Officer Strippin and Officer JP, and we had Officer a police Strippin. car. Officer Strippin, all right. Yeah, we had a police car with a soundboard. You want to like, see me truncheon? And we would we would drive around and we would you know force people to lie on the ground and we would like hold up arrests and if there was trouble in town we would act like cops and it was all pretty stupid and fun. But like a lot of people were into it and even people in the server were kind of like cooperating with us or they would be like. Uh, there was one guy we tried to arrest him because he was uh, trying to break into a building. And um, at, at the time, because it's alpha, you can't see if people are holding weapons. So we went oh. over to accost this guy who just produced a shotgun and yelled, fuck the police and just killed us both. So <laughs> there's there's nice. been loads of situations like that. And it's been pretty fun, to be honest, for an alpha game. And also in the last three days, they've like been working, you know, nonstop around the clock. They've fixed a ton of issues that were there at launch already. Okay. They're doing really, really well. And also, they got, like, really good interaction with the community, especially on Reddit. Like, they're very, very open about their interactions. So, so far, it's They're too good. open. That's the main problem. Like, this is not the first time Maybe. they've put their foot in their mouth, you know, because they've Smed said something and then had to track it back or said something that's too easy to misinterpret. I think that's yeah. kind of the big problem with it. But I've, Also, I've, he's, just, he's kind of pandering because the, most of the people on Reddit are, like, the negative gang. Yes. And so, yeah. like, every Reddit time he says everything. something and they go, what? Do you mean this? And then he's like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Because he doesn't want yeah, to damage oh his reputation. Yeah. And if you don't want to damage your reputation, don't talk to him. He, he's hands-on, and I kind of respect that about him, but simultaneously it gets him into trouble quite a lot. But yeah. I'll take that over companies just, like, putting out bullshit PR statements all the time and not interacting yeah. with people and not answering questions. But I'm optimistic yeah. for H1Z1. Mm, I haven't it played seems it like yet. it has got- a lot of potential. I've got code for it, but I I just I don't really have the desire to play it until I think it's more complete. Because I that, I would I would wait. Yeah, it's a permadeath as, game. Like I don't want to get fucked out of items, you know, because that's just yeah, a waste of yeah. time. Yeah, as as someone who enjoys the genre, I'm happy to just like log in and I'll basically play till I die. Yeah, I'll like sure. get a bow. I'll harass people. I'll you know do whatever I got to do. I'll role play. I'll befriend someone and betray them later. Stripping and then when I die and lose way. all my stuff, I'll stop sure playing. That. And that's like, there's a lot of people like me, but for someone who doesn't enjoy the genre, I would wait for a more finished product. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It does sound like it might be the first that ends up actually being half decent, though. So there's yeah. that. I mean, it's the first that has like a AAA developer backing it. Yeah, in a, I guess in a, so. In a sense. Yeah. So still- they, they have the money to make it good. We still don't know what's happening with Fortnite from Epic, so I'm not really sure no. what's up with that. <laughs> Will that ever come out? Who the hell knows? It might. It's, a, it's an anomaly. It is somewhat. All right. Well, let's go to a break. And when we come back, we'll bring we'll bring Dodger back, assuming she hasn't just fucking run out of the house as an excuse. Yeah, she's reading a Skinny Slow Cooker, the magazine. 
slow Jesus. cookers. I I fucking love my slow cooker. It's the best fucking thing I own. Absolutely I know you phenomenal. Do. I make some yeah. amazing shit in that thing. <laughs> You're watching the Corruptional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Here's a word from our sponsors. Jesse, have you ever wondered why nobody takes you seriously? My rotund yet pleasantly cuddly frame? No. Well, I'm out of ideas. Jesse, it's because you don't have a website. A website? Yes, a website. Your presence on the internet. Your claim in this digital gold rush. You can't be taken seriously without a website. It's like being a country without a flag. And I can't build a website. Maintaining my good looks takes all my free time. Well, fortunately, there's a service that's used by complete novices and seasoned professionals alike. It's called Squarespace. Squarespace? Squarespace. So this thing is simple, powerful, and feature-rich. With Squarespace, you can easily put together a professional-looking site in no time at all. So what you're telling me is I can create something without effort. Well, yes, but I mean, if you actually put some work into it, it would probably be- No effort it is! Sign me up! Uh, well, yes. You can start a trial without even having to enter a credit card number, and if you use the offer code COOPTIONAL, you can get 10% off your first purchase and support the podcast. So I'm paying money? To get paid money? I mean, when you put it like that, I- Genius! I've invented perpetual money! Jesse, please calm down, you're scaring the viewers. Squarespace, design your own website where the only limit is your capacity for ideas. Get 24-7 support, enjoy a simple and powerful interface, and a site that works and scales beautifully on any device. Best of all, it's only $8 a month, and you can save 10% on your first purchase at squarespace.com slash cooptional. Thanks to Squarespace for their generous support of the Co-Optional Podcast. Squarespace, start here, go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. I found it. What was it? It's called Just Shapes and Beats. That's literally the name. Shapes and it, Beats? Uh, it is, it's, no, Just Shapes and Beats. <laughs> That's the name of it. Just Shapes and Beats. The commercial and is I, amazing. Yeah, exactly what it says on the tin. He's like, it's just shapes and beats. I like his accent. <laughs> I like everything about it. But it's a game where you play as shapes and you dodge beats. And it's as simple as it can get. Uh, it it is looks really fun. And the music's really great. Really fun. Yeah. The, 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 the fact that you can go watch a video of the developer uh, making a level, an unofficial level to Darude Sandstorm is really funny. <laughs> and so he's like cracking up as he's doing it. He's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Agreed. So, <laughs> it's great. Just shapes and beats. That's one just of them. Now I got to find the squirrel game, and I'll be good. But I'm not crazy. I just mm. I, so many Hold games that. come across my desk that I forget. Maybe them all. it's just called Squirrel Game. I mean, it's jumping not. off of how we found this last one. <laughs> I wish I wish it was called Squirrel Game because I list the first thing I looked up was Squirrel Game. Nope. There's a lot of squirrels in video games. Apparently, there's a slutty squirrel girl in video games. Mm -hmm. Who knew? Go on. Who knew? I saw a lot of cosplays of squirrel girls, unless that's a fetish. In which case, someone's is it, is it fetish. actual Come squirrel on. girl? Like, not the comic book character. Like, like she doesn't dress like a, like a big old hoe. No, these were these were these were young ladies dressed as squirrels, that sans clothes. Gotcha. So that's a thing. Should we talk about the uh, Heroes of the Storm Founders pack? People in chat were saying it's it's a good price. I'm not sure if that's strongly, true. Strongly disagree. Look. Strongly disagree as well. As a as a Heroes uh, nerd, let me tell you, in that pack you get 2,500 gold, which is pointless. Nothing. You get three heroes, three not great heroes, plus three skins for not those heroes. But <laughs> I, I don't, like, I'm just saying I would wait. 
you get a mount too. Founders packs worth it. I just I feel like we've been bucks. spoiled with Smite. With Smite, you pay a fee, you get every hero, just all of them. I think Heroes of Storm is a great game. It's a lot of fun to play, but I it's think their pricing expensive. strategy for everything very is expensive. is stupid. It's gonna it's yeah. gonna kill the game. It's I think here's the here's the problem that I had, and having played way too much over the last like five days, um, I think the game when it didn't have ranked modes was it had the casual feel of a lot of fun. Like you played, and if you lost, you lost. If you won, you won, but you didn't. You never really felt bad about it. The minute they added ranked, it became like the reason why I hate every other MOBA. Like I couldn't, I for fun yeah. tried to solo queue and was like, I'll see what happens. I went two and six and literally wanted to punch the world. I was so <laughs> mad at everyone and I couldn't handle it. And uh, yeah, and so that it's, I don't want to play games like that. It made me, it made me, it infuriated me. And so yeah. then I, and then for fun, I went back to the non-ranked modes and was like, I'll play a character that's really bad and have fun. Didn't care. I had a great time. I was like, I'll try some crazy stuff. And I think that's, once you put like, well, this is this is your permanent rank and these are the things you have and now you're going to play this for realsies. I think it ruins everything. And I think it, it, it they shouldn't have done that. But that's just me. If well, it's going to be a casual MOBA, MOBA, whatever it is, it shouldn't have been Make that. it properly casual. I still yeah. like that it only takes 15 to 20 minutes to play a match. That's yeah. great. But yeah. But I mean, let let's be honest. Like, those modes are not forced. Like, they're completely optional. You don't have to play ranked, and you should know better than queuing in solo. What the hell are you doing, Jesse? You've played enough. Well, I was of doing it for fun. I wanted Why? to do it for fun. That's the opposite of fun, and you it know is. that. You know Lessons it. Were learned. And you Lessons did it learned. anyway. Here's the thing, though. What I did learn. Oh, the footage is out there, guys. The footage is out there. People can <laughs> test it. I learned that the build I made for Thrall. I was, look, I claimed it. I called it. First one to make it. Thrall's Balls. Best build on the internet. Showed it to the devs. The devs were like, oh, shit. That's really good. It's a perpetual. You can't die. There's a clip on the internet. I just need to link it to the world. Of last night, the very last match we did, I, I nearly died four times. Three times. Doesn't even matter. Killed four guys in the span of, like, six seconds. It was the most You can beautiful. get your shit nerfed. The, way, the problem is, is that if you have a bad team, you'll get, it doesn't matter. But... A good team, you can run in like a boss, Thrall's Balls build, and the more you hit, the more you heal yourself. And because you do damage, it's, oh, it's so good. Guys, like dudes are just exploding. I lost my voice cheering by how amazing <laughs> it was. It was so, it was such an amazing moment that I was like, that's, someone record that shit, put it on the internet, I'll never do better than that. And it, I think, like, I just want games that are like that, where you have those moments where it's like, God, that was amazing. And not the moments that are like, I want to murder myself and kill children. Well, unfortunately, like, one comes along with the other when it comes to every game like that. You have those moments in LOL and Dota and everything. You just you have to take the the sweet with the like salt. That. Yeah, I don't like that. Simple as that. The sweet with the salt. You take the sweet with like the salt, that. and that's a lot of fucking salt when it comes to Jesse's stream. So I've been told. But that oh, game is best well, played with a group. I no doubt. My salt isn't mad. It's 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 a next level salt. People don't understand. That when you yell at people, saying things like, don't ever play this game, log off the internet, that's not, that's stupid. But okay, fine, I'll go talk to my girlfriend now and have a loving relationship. Like, no one, like, what, <laughs> don't do that. Don't, if you're gonna insult someone, you gotta next level it. You gotta, you gotta I really I like how hit you said insult there, that's pretty good. You gotta insult them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I told, I told one guy that, 
I mean, I come up, I come up with things. I called, I, I created the phrase "ugly chimp baby" to describe a guy That's because racist. I couldn't. That's not racist. That's it was very a guy. racist. Not at that's all. That's some bongo level of racist. It wasn't, but that's okay. Thank you. I don't know this guy. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. So except that, except that he was so bad that that's what I blurted out, and then I wanted that on a thing. Uh, also, I told one guy that I feel like he, sh- I wanted to, uh, like like I thought that he he made me want to punch a child, then take that child's candy and beat him with his own candy. Then eat the candy which I had beat him with. Um, oh yeah, no, I next level it. You don't. So racism, gonna... child abuse. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, just oh, listen. I, told one, I like where this more, is going. More. I told one guy uh, to. I hoped that while driving the Oscar Mayer Arena mobile down I ninety, he jumped out and was hit by oncoming traffic. The oncoming traffic, of course, being another Wiener mobile that hit him in the anus, so that he was impaled by a Wiener mobile on one side. <laughs> And then the crash, the corresponding crash, impaled him in the front and the back by Wienermobiles, leaving him in unrepairable by modern technology. And he and, and they couldn't the jaw even the jaws of life couldn't get him apart. And so he'd have to be buried mouth to ass to Wienermobiles underground. <laughs> Trust me, when I get salty, I go next level salt. I was gonna say, when I That's when idiotic. I was screaming when I was streaming Towerfall, everybody was like, man, Dodger's getting real salty. And every single time people would respond with, nah, this isn't that bad. You haven't seen one of Jesse's streams. <laughs> and now I understand. Now I understand. I don't. I mean, just, I, yeah. just saying fuck really isn't enough to have enough no. salt to compare. No. I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I go next level. I really, I really truly believe that if you're going to insult someone, you do it. And you hurt them. You, do it right. you don't say you don't say that stuff. That's like, oh man, you're so bad. I hope you die. Like that's great. Mm-hmm. But you don't go say that. on. That's great. Are you endorsing harassment here on my show? Look, I'm just gonna say, if you're gonna insult someone, do it with a little class. Step it up a notch. Don't be a little bit more descriptive. Say like, if you're gonna die, say I hope you go to a glass factory. And at the glass factory, there's an earthquake. And all the glass at the glass factory falls on you and, and stabs you a million times. But here's the thing. That glass is made of termites. And the termite glass starts eating you from the inside out. And so now you have glass termites eating you. And then, here's the worst part, you went to Chipotle the night before and now you have the poops. So you're <laughs> pooping while termites are eating you and you just can't control it and you're uncontrollably screaming and pooping. And then, here's the worst part, your grandmother is watching. She's there with you. She went on the field trip with you and she's watching the entire thing. And she's crying, and she's, and then she has to go tell your parents. But she doesn't that old grandmotherly voice. It's like, oh dear, he died, and that poo came out of his bum hole. <laughs> That's how you insult someone. That's how you do it. You're welcome, internet. Oh wow. Um, See, I'm Canadian. All my insults are really passive aggressive. Oh, that was a really good play. That is an extremely well deserved win. Congratulations. <laughs> That's about as far as I go. <laughs> and inside, you're just fuck. <sighs> Go Muppet face. Muppet face? What? Mm-hmm. How did we get here, guys? <laughs> I don't know. Here what happened? I, I, yeah, here's, oh, what right. I'm going to agree with I everyone is saying the Founders Pack is a shitty deal. Like, and the Smite deal is maybe too good. Like, it's crazy good. It's really, 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 really good. But the, the Founders Pack, the opposite of that, is not a particularly good deal whatsoever. You don't really get a lot for it. 
it seems to me that it's there if people are desperate to get into the game early. But $40 for three heroes, two and a half thousand gold, which is really not much. Bonus skins. By the way, the skins are for those heroes, because that would be absolutely dumb if they weren't. And the golden cyber wolf mount. I think that, it's sort of it's not a good deal. pre-beta model that they're trying to go for. You're paying for access, not for the skins. Whether yeah, that's a good idea or not. If you to me, if you're paying like a triple A title price in a MOBA, it should unlock all the content, which a lot of other games did. Han did that for a while. I'm still pissed that League never did it. You League, know, if I'm paying why would bucks, League ever do it? Like, League up. makes money hand over fist. They have no reason, and they also have market dominance, so they have no reason to offer that ever. Like, unless yes. Dota somehow surpasses them, which, even though Dota is doing really well, is probably never going to happen unless Riot really fucks up. Like, the reason Smite did it is because Smite knew it needed something to compete. And it's a good deal. And Smite succeeded. Like, it's got millions of players every month. Like, Smite is, I think, the third most popular Dota-style game that currently exists, if you don't count the original Dota. It's like League, Dota 2, Smite, in that order, if I recall correctly. I, I wonder, outside of China, how many people are still playing the original Dota? Because I know the original Dota is still huge there. It's massive. Yeah, it's massive still in China. Although, obviously, like, League has become a thing over there, and Dota 2 has become a thing over there as well now. So, I think it's starting to kind of peel off. But, no, I imagine Dota is still very much played. But, ultimately, there's not really a reason to, because Dota 2 is free and gives you all that stuff anyway. So, you might as well, because Dota 2 is better. But, I don't know. It's, it, I, I as you said, it's paying for access. It's... I think exploiting the fact that Blizzard is is a very, very popular company and people really want into its latest thing. I think it's overpriced for what it is. I would not personally recommend it for what it is. I mean, it's not even a really a good deal if you look at it in game value. Like, yeah, a lot of these heroes are $10 each, but frankly, the $10 price for a hero is stupid. And I think it's far too high. The skins, okay, cool, you get some skins, but you might not even like those heroes anyway. And the mounts, well... I mean, you can ride a gold mount around, or you could ride the normal horse. They both do exactly the same thing, so you're not really benefiting that much. So I'm not, I'm not keen on the on the deal. I don't think it's that great. I, I with that said, though, I I would also say that if you're the type of person who is going to spend a ton of money on any game, like Hearthstone, for example, you it, it doesn't matter, right? Like if you want to play it, play it. Don't. I, I, I agree with these guys. I think it's a horrible deal. But if you want to play it and you're not in the beta, do it. That's a I way mean, to get in. Yeah. yeah. At least what's, it, what's it going to hurt? What's it, I would say the it's characters It's not that the game's not worth $40. I mean, that's a different yeah. matter entirely, right? But the thing yeah. is, it's a, also a free-to-play game. So in theory, you could spend nothing on it. Although, admittedly, you're probably going to want to spend something on it if there's a hero you like and it doesn't end up in the rotation and it takes you too long to earn that shit and whatever. But personally... I mean, I bought all the heroes in Heroes because, hey, I was going to do a video on it. But even after buying all the heroes, this deal still doesn't look very good. So, you know, and I dropped like $200 on that stupid game. So, right. Now, know. I'm assuming that these skins or the mount are unique to this Founders Pack pre-beta. I, I, I don't know. I'm hoping. So. No, I, they're not. The, uh, the... Well, the skins definitely aren't because that's what uh, Mercablo, the, uh, right. and then Reyna one, and then there's the Blood Elf Tyrande. I'm... I'm checking something right now. I'm logging into the game right now. I don't know about the Golden I'm... Cyberwolf. That that seems like it might be exclusive. Uh, under bundles, there is something called the Battle Bundle, um, <laughs> which I own. Uh, but it is, in fact, Rainer, Commander Rainer, Diablo, Lercablo, Tehran, Blood of Tehran, Golden Cyberwolf. You That's can buy it the in the thing. game already. Yeah. yeah. And how much does that cost? 
Uh, I don't know. It was 31% off, but it says I own it. I assume no. I didn't buy the bundle, but I own everything that goes with the bundle, so it's saying that I can't buy it. Mm. I'm yeah, but I mean, it, as you as Quill was saying, this is buying access, isn't it? You know, it's the beta access part that's the key right. thing. If you want to play this immediately, you can. But you're going to have to pay kind of through well, the nose wow. for it. The battle bundle is $40. Yes. If you already have access to the game, it's exactly the same price, 40 bucks. What, even with the 31% off, or is that the base yeah. price? No, it's 58 so that's, that's... It's 31% <laughs> yeah. off, it's 39.99, wow. which is kind of a bullshit price. Yes, Dodger. Just... Yes, Dodger. I have a question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wasn't sure if Jesse needed to say a thing. I don't care. No, no, no. Okay. So, <laughs> what's the difference between this and early access? There isn't one. Okay. Just Is making sure ship? that we're all on the same page. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, you know, this is an early access game, essentially. It's just not on Steam. Yeah. And they're charging you 40 to get in, which is higher 40 than most. bucks for the equivalent of an early access game. Mm -hmm. uh, I would I would strongly disagree that with that. I think Why? This, is a, this is a game where it they aren't going to change anything. And I think it's in beta because they are like they aren't. What's the word I'm looking for here? It's it doesn't exist. Like, it, there's st something here. Most early access, when you talk about early access, people think much like of when people talked about free-to-play games, right? And it was like, oh, well, that's because it's it's not complete. This is definitely a complete game. Well, it's not And you're complete. paying you're paying for... It feels complete. Like, it feels like it's got the content. But it's still like, you compare it to any other game, it's got less heroes. It has more maps, yes. But well, it's that's why it's in beta. Yeah, but it doesn't keep... even have proper ranked, like, team mode yet. It's not finished. Well, it's it's one of those. I mean, what it has is better than. I mean, you just have to be. I think early access is a is a different. Well, I think word it is altogether. A, yeah, but I mean, you're just splitting hairs, really, because like if you buy if you bought Kerbal Space Program in early access right now, that game is that game might as well be complete. It's got so much content. If you buy Prison Architect right now, it feels very complete. But if you buy something else, like uh, I don't know, let's say Deadlinger or something like that, it doesn't feel complete. Early access is just that general term. It, it's not done. They're making you pay for a beta, basically. Yeah, and this I mean, is the, and this people is the have been beta. doing that for a long and time. It's just that early access is now the more common term for it. I mean, if you if you must play it, pay for it. But I would say don't. I would also say that looking at stuff, uh, you really do forget how expensive this game is. Uh, the Luxoria complete bundle, Zagara, Tassar, Brightwing, and then the skins for them, and then a magic carpet, forty eight bucks, and that's on sale from sixty four. Fuck me. Yeah, it's, that's a lot of money. Even, even for me, I, I look at that and I don't want to buy it. Like. I earn a decent amount of money, but I'm the sort of person that doesn't like to buy digital movies because I know I'll only watch them once. I'm like, no, I don't want to pay $20 for that. And this is kind of the same. It's like if I wasn't doing that game as part of the job, it'd be like, no, that's not a good price. Like, that's a that's a full game that I could buy. Yeah. And as you said, the Smite, the Smite bundle kind of sets the standard, even if the Smite bundle is very generous. I think... I think if you if you were Blizzard and you doubled the Smite bundle, you said, right, $60 gets you all the heroes. I think a lot of people would probably buy into that. Because they used to buy a Blizzard game for $60, bucks, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, for you know? sure. I think that would be reasonable. But $60 gets you, like, four heroes and four skins. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's really expensive. And compared to Dota and Smite and... I mean, obviously League is as bad, but... I don't know. It, it League has this market dominance that allows it to be that bad. 
I just I just don't think that Blizzard should be pushing it as uh, just to the ludicrous levels that they are, frankly. Maybe they'll adjust the pricing. No, they're not going to adjust the pricing after the beta because you've already bought your shit now. They're not going to reset it anymore. They've so. done that, though. They've changed stuff uh, back in the, the alpha build. They changed stuff where they refunded you money and, and they yeah. put it back in your account. Yeah, I mean, so I got so I, when I bought all the heroes, I got refunded after the alpha and then I was able to buy them in bundles. So I saved a bunch of money that way. But it was still a lot of fucking money. It was still like, I think to get all the heroes, it's like $180 or something with all the bundles. Jeez, it's like, fuck damn. me. That's three yeah. full price games. And that's not all the heroes you're going to bring out afterwards. I don't have Thrall yet, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's an expensive game, um, but you know, I, I I still think that there's I mean when you compare it to the founders packs of other games. Well, yeah, know. if you talk about so like MechWarrior Online where the founders pack was like one hundred and eighty dollars, I can certainly yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, like I feel it's, like I f- it's affordable, I feel like it's, but what you get for it yeah. is just weak, in my opinion. I, I I would uh, mostly because as as someone who plays, I would say the characters they give you are probably very they're they're weak characters already. Rain, you think so, Rain is weak? Uh, uh, I mean, I haven't played in a while, so he used to be pretty good. Rainer's Rainer is definitely like they should at least give you one good character. Like Rainer is okay, but he's dependent on a lot of stuff in your group, and no one would be like, I'm gonna pick Rainer first. Like that's no one would do that. Okay. And Tyrande is lackluster in Diablo. No one touches Diablo. Like, those are characters, like, if you want to have fun, sure. I don't know. Look, all I'm saying is, I think comparatively, and it's down to semantics and wording, but comparatively to other Founders packs, it's it's an okay deal. Would I do it? No. Because I think it's too much for any game mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. So I think, based on what your perception is, I uh, that's what I would say. So I would be like, don't, don't, don't buy it. That's what I would personally say yeah. don't buy it. It's... It is just a little bit too bloody expensive, isn't it? I think that it's it's just excessive, ultimately. It really is. Because those those heroes are very expensive in-game. The gold earning rate is not that high. Thankfully, you don't have to worry about artifacts and shit anymore. Because that would be terrible if that were the case. If they implemented oh, yeah. that bloody system. It's like, oh, you can buy heroes or you can buy these necessary items which make your heroes actually perform the same as other heroes. What an awful plan that was. Thankfully, that's been scrapped. But, yeah, I mean, the cost of a hero is is too much, I think. And that's a real shame. It makes I, me sad to say, like, we're not recommending it. Because I, I want to see it's this a game good succeed. Game. It's, it's fun to play. I again, want to it's the Mario Kart of Dota clones. Yes! It's, it's ideal for playing with friends. Like, if you play a bunch of other games, it's like, oh, well, I play Smite, but I play Dota, but I play LoL. Let's all get together and play Heroes of the Storm because you know, all of the mechanics are kind of familiar and we'll just go. And that's cool. But simultaneously, like, the, the pricing is just really high. Like, excessively high. Man, I you know you know I play too much. I'm looking at some of the comments and some of the guys are like, no wonder Jesse scores so low. Trust me, bro. I'm at that point in life where if I met you in public, we'd be fighting right now. That's what these games do to me. That's what these <laughs> games do to me. My score's low. I'll hunt you down. You can't even play the game. Go back to playing uh, uh, with your wiener, you loser. Get out of town. Those that's how I play. Those coming in right here. I was yeah, just going to say, with- that's the equivalent of what you said you should never do. Go play with your wiener. Awesome. Like, sounds good why is that a bad thing let's see mm. 40 bucks for this free for this hmm that's mm. that's look what a deal up, dodger masturbation masturbation free. better than heroes of the storm 
I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, better than absolutely every game, mostly. So, you know, we endorse that. It, it's a it's a healthy thing. It is. Not enough whoa, 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 whoa. You can reduce the risk of prostate cancer with regular masturbation. You can't also, reduce the risk of prostate cancer with Heroes of the Storm. That's a fact. That's just fucking science, You might science, be able folks. to. You it have, also you have probably no proof. does some you have no positive proof. chemical you stuff have in no your brain. Proof. I don't know. I think it does a lot of no negative proof. chemical stuff. Like, Heroes of the Storm, your good hair for your falls out. You have no proof. Heroes of the Storm, good for the prostate. Good. It, it helps you. Play it. That 3999, that's going to save your life. Jim Rayner, he's gonna he's gonna Rainer's Raiders up that butthole, find that shit, fix it. He's gonna squeeze some stuff. He's like, nope, checks out, it's good. It's good. We're good. Get your prostate checked. If you're over if you're over forty. By Jim Rayner. No one By Jim Rayner. Only trust Rayner. That's the sixty dollar gold edition. You get your prostate checked by Jim Rayner. Oh my god. <laughs> what Why? is happening right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> um, so to change so the subject. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Quill. <laughs> um, the original reason that I brought up H1Z1 is because I started playing The Long Dark. I know oh, that okay. TV probably oh, yeah. hasn't touched that. I, I've I don't heard know if, of it, but I haven't played it. It's early access, so I assumed yes. you wouldn't have yeah, played I it don't, at all. Touch that, shit. Um, that is like, that's my speed of that sort of genre. Super atmospheric. Yeah, I was trying to find a game that that still suited that that survival walking simulator sort of a thing that I would find interesting because I don't I didn't enjoy DayZ and I have no real interest in playing H1Z1. So I was like, what's one that maybe I would like? And Long Dark, the only um the only like game mode they'll let you play right now is exploration where it's literally like you walk around every time you find a new place, it's jotted down in a log. So um, you have like a log of all of the areas that you've mm-hmm. been to. And you're basically the concept of the long dark is you're dropped in Canada in a very, like Quill was saying, a very like atmospheric wilderness, um, kind of Canadian Canada. wilderness. Yeah. yeah, it's all of Canada. Um, it's exactly like that. OK. Yeah. It, I mean, I assume that it all looks just I mean, like this. Toronto <laughs> forest. Massive. Yeah. It, it's like the Ewok village. Trust me on this. <laughs> The only exception but, um, is Vancouver. Vancouver is the only place that isn't just like this. What you're seeing That's on the screen right now. Miles of pot, <laughs> pot growing plantations. <laughs> like, welcome to Vancouver. It's true. <laughs> um, but I really like it. I guess because, so they drop you in a different place every time. The first time I died really fast because they dropped me somewhere and I was in the middle of nowhere. I couldn't find anything. It was snowing really hard. So my character was freezing really, really fast. And then a wolf found me and I died. So the wolf was not friendly. Three days. I think I got 35 minutes the first time. The wolf didn't make did it not the take you day. into the pack. Yeah. The furthest I've gotten now um, on my second try is four days. But. It's cool because the the more that you walk around, you find things like I had been I had been walking in an area with just nothing for a while. And I was really worried because I was thinking, oh, my God, if it if it gets to be nighttime, then I'm definitely going to freeze to death out here. Like, do I have enough time to walk back to the cabin I found or should I keep going? Like, what do I do? And then I found train tracks and I was like, whoa, train yeah. tracks. Maybe if I follow the train tracks one way or the other, I'll find something. And like that was just something really small and cool. And it's it's very very different from the feel of of like Daisy or H1C1 for sure. Still sounds boring. Look, 
all those games. I know. I understand. I, I understand that. It, oh my it, god. It, it really does look that way. Like to me, this would be really dull. I think. Um, like, I found I it's, like it's the fact that you're like the whole time. I found train tracks. Like <laughs> I would be like, I can't. This is not a game. Go for a walk. No, I like, like it because go beat when your you... like it's just boring. <laughs> it's boring. I don't get it. But when you find stuff, you can you can like you get better at making fires and you get better at like like I found a knife for the first time and I was so excited because I had walked by so many like frozen like dead animals and I was like I wonder if I can somehow get their meat, but I couldn't cuz I only had my bare hands and uh you have to like avoid wolves and stuff if you have no weapons. It takes forever to find anything. But fortunately, I had antiseptic the one time that I got bit by a wolf and got away. And like, it's just, you know, you get this like this weird peaceful it's, thrill out of it. I don't know how to explain it. It's not like there's zombies roaming around that are going to mm -hmm. jump you in hordes and you have to like fight them off with firearms or anything. It's much more tense, much more quiet, very atmospheric. It's the environment, right? Very much, it's yeah. The cold literally and just starvation you in the wilderness, problem. but it's it's still um, it's still like a a end of society sort of scenario, I think. So you were like in a plane with survivors, and then the plane crashed. Yeah, it's like everything just died on the plane. No one knows <laughs> what's going on. Everybody died. You well, yeah. landed somewhere in Canada. <laughs> there. Just and you're, you've got like a, she's got a t-shirt on or maybe like a, a long sleeve shirt to start off with. So finding mm -hmm. anything warm, you get super excited the first time you find a cabin. You're like, please oh have God. a fireplace in there, please. Yeah. And then even when you do find a fireplace, it's like you have a 25% chance of, of actually lighting this fire. And you're like, please, 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 please. I'm going to die. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I actually really enjoy that game. And I think it's, I think it's mostly because of the art style of it because it's just it's much more i don't know it's much more bright and kind of peaceful feeling than any of those other games so yeah really? so i i enjoy that one someone in the chat brought up the fact that the star wars alliance is on gog.com now yeah which gog just may released... allow you to whine about something well, GOG just released a bunch of Star Wars games in their second wave, and I believe they're doing another wave as well that's going to be coming out. So they put out X-Wing Alliance, X-Wing v. TIE Fighter, Dark Forces, uh, KOTOR 1 and 2, Battlefront 2, and Galactic Battleground Saga. So those were the things that they've put out. And Dark Forces 2 is going to be next week, I think, which yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, Dark Forces 2 you can already get on Steam, but I'd always buy an older game on GOG because it's more likely to work properly. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be streaming uh, some of the Battlefront, but I really want to do X-Wing Alliance, but someone beat me to the punch, and I'm not going to be able bra. to. Yeah. Oh, so mad. I'm yeah. like, oh, X-Wing Alliance. Nope, sorry. No, I've got that. Yeah, I'm, I'm streaming that on GOG's channel on Friday, because they, they do a bunch of... I mean, obviously, we work with them with uh, Axiom Esports. They're our sponsor, so I do stream some from time to time. But I'm looking forward to playing more X-Wing Alliance. Uh, what annoys me is the GOG version right now doesn't support the HD texture pack, because it's designed to be installed off a CD. So I don't know if it's possible to, to hack around that, but I would imagine the guys that made that pack will probably adapt it pretty fast. So maybe they get it done by Friday. If they do, that would be great. I'd love to do that because the HD texture pack makes a huge difference. But I'm just, I'm really hyped to play that. I'm, I want them, obviously with X-Wing v TIE Fighter, it doesn't really have a proper campaign. So I think the plan is to make multiplayer available through GOG Galaxy, the client, 
And if they do that, then I'll play X-Wing v TIE Fighter again in multiplayer, and that'll be fucking awesome. Uh, but as it stands, Alliance had a good story mode, so I'm going to play the campaign of that. But, yeah. yeah, I never got around to playing Alliance. I played all the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter Alliance and lots of X-Wing v TIE Fighter, but... Yeah. yeah, everyone says Alliance is really good. You get to fly the Millennium Falcon in that one, don't you? You do. You get to fly lots yeah. of things in Alliance. It's, it's, it's good. I mean, some people don't like it as much as TIE Fighter, but I think X-Wing Alliance is a really, really good game. And it's obviously like the last one of those before they went to sort of Rogue Squadron and things that were a lot more simplified for consoles, and we never saw the like of a proper Star Wars flight sim ever <laughs> again. But I'm just really happy that they brought that out. I knew they were going to do it eventually, and it's just really cool that it's out now, so hopefully they'll be able to get that out and... We'll see some other Star Wars games as well. I kind of like to see Rebellion or Supremacy come out again. That would be interesting to play again. That was the little 4X game they had. But we'll see if they're able to do that. Shadows of the Empire would be good mm. as well, actually. I'm not sure if they could do that. But, yeah, I, I dig the fact that they have those Star Wars games up there. That's great. Oh, yeah, those are some of my favorite games. I missed so many classes at university because of those games. That and StarCraft. All came out right around the same time. If yeah. I think I'm getting it right, I think so. Yeah, or at least some of the re-releases, because I know there's a couple of versions of X-wing, a couple of versions of Tie Fighter. So I don't remember when everything was, but yeah. Good reason to Got break out grades. the flight stick again. I did install Tie Fighter and tried to play it with the X-52, and it does. You got an attack three. Fair enough. That's a nice little joystick, though. <laughs> but um, the I tr I tried playing it with the flight stick and it does work to some degree, but like the default binds aren't very good. So the throttle on the left hand works and the steering works, but half the other shit's broken. So I need to kind of rebind everything and I need to rebind all the stuff for Alliance as well. Once I find a proper joystick setup, I think I'll enjoy that game a great deal. Do you play any non-combat flight simulators? Like Microsoft Flight nope, Simulator just hit I Steam. I don't. Uh, Another don't. massive time investment. Yes. Because yeah, they're I... not simple to learn. No, they're not. They're not. I... I have not tried. I don't really seem... I'm not really interested in them. Like, non-combat flight sims, I don't care. Like, there's got to be something for me to blow up. Otherwise, I couldn't give a shit, frankly. And thankfully, X-Wing Alliance has got plenty of that. So, it's got that... It's got some amazing missions around the Death Star as well. So, it's totally worth playing. It's going to be a lot of fun to play that one again. Shall I talk about my Clash of Clans game? Yeah, get just get it way. out of your body. Oh, God. All right, sure. so... So they they released a Warhammer 40,000 version of Clash of Clans, basically, called Horus Heresy Drop Pod Assault, which plays pretty much like Clash of Clans in the way that you would expect it to. I'm just waiting for the screen to load up here so I can show you. There you go. Horus Heresy Drop Assault. And it is what you'd expect from Clash of Clans, as in you have a base... You upgrade the base, you have troop deployment zones, which can be filled with squads, and you can upgrade those, and you can get more in the squad, or you can upgrade the abilities of the squad. And then you go and attack. There's either PvE zones that you go and attack for resources and relics, or you go and attack other people's bases. And there's also a skirmish PvP mode as well that you can do. And it's based in the Horus Heresy time, which is the 31st millennium, before all the crazy shit went down where the Warmaster is fighting the Emperor. So you pick either the Warmaster's forces or the Emperor's forces. They're both kind of fairly similar. And you pick a chapter to represent as well. And you keep building your base up. And it's, it's kind of one of those time sync games where stuff takes a while to build. So if I, like, if I want to upgrade my power generator, it's like, well, this will take about five hours or whatever. So you just you log in, you do a little bit, and then you leave it. And then you go back and you do a little bit again. And the combat is very simple. You build your squads of units up. You try to make sure that you've got kind of a composition that will work. And you generally go into a base and you try and destroy the command center. And it's usually defended by things like mines and turrets. 
So you want to deploy them in such a way that you don't end up running into a nasty turret trap where you get gunned down. You want to put like the right uh, troops in the right places. And you also have a beacon, which actually allows you to control your troops to some degree. You can send them in a particular direction, which I don't know if you can do that in Clash of Clans. I'm not sure if you can. But in this, you have the beacon, which is which allows you to put a beacon down and then suddenly they'll change direction and move around. So you can actually maneuver your guys around. So I like finding really sneaky ways to get around people's defenses because they're like, oh, I'm super smart and super clever. And then I'll like drop a couple of beacons. It's like I just walk around their turret line and then just attack them from the back. And I, I'm not going to feel too guilty about saying that I actually kind of like it. It's pretty fun. <laughs> it, it's very basic strategy, but it's fairly satisfying. Like each battle takes about two minutes. So you do a battle and then you kind of reinforce your troops for your losses and you wait a few minutes and then you do it again. So you just log in, you do a little fight and then you put it away and then you do a little fight and then you put it away and so on and so forth. And I'm, I'm not really, uh, it's not really that pay to win either. Like I decided I'd put some currency in to kind of give me a kickstart. So I put 25 bucks in and that got me up to about level 16, which is reasonably accelerated. And it let me get a bunch of stuff up and it let me get all the buildings that I wanted. It let me upgrade the troops that I wanted. And then after that, it kind of gets so expensive that you don't really want to spend real currency on it. Because it gets more and more expensive the more like, oh, this building's now level 7. This building's now level 8. So it'll obviously increase in in-game currency, but it also increases in real-life currency. To the point where you're just saying, fuck that. I would ne I'm not going to spend real-life currency on this shit anymore. So you end up using real-life currency just to accelerate build times. So it's like, finish now. And there's other ways to get the currency. Like, you can get it from achievements, you can get it from PvP, you can get it from PvE. Every day you log in, you get some currency. And then if you have a clan, then you get a currency from that as well. And I think I'm kind of at the point where I'm just in this nice little rhythm where I'm building or upgrading a few buildings, I'm doing a few fights, and then I'm coming back a couple of hours later doing a few more fights. And it's basic, but it's it's fairly fun. Like, it's a good, good to clean the lap. toilet. Yeah, you can, you know, it's like, a, it's a two minute fight, you'll, I like finding someone's base, and it's like, oh, there's this guy who's level 14, he's called, like, Fur to Emperor, alright, let's uh, murder that fucker with my death guard, <laughs> so I send in my terminators and chop them into tiny little pieces, and I steal a bunch of his money, it's kind of like in Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, because you attack their base and you get money from it, Right. so you keep doing that, it's alright, it's a nice little time sink, I don't hate it, honestly. And I think that once you get to that point, after you've sort of spent probably about 25 bucks in microtransactions, you really don't need to do it anymore. In fact, you don't really need to do it in the first place. I feel like it gave me a, a few a few days head start, you know? So it made things go a little bit quicker. And it let me get past kind of the boring bit at the start where I can't build anything. So I was like, build this, build this. Like, get it, craft a couple of relics and all sorts of shit like that. So I get a bunch of bonuses. And then then I just go and fight people. It's all right. You know, it's easy. It's casual as fuck, but it's okay. Every now and then I wind up playing a mobile game where I wonder how they thought through the process of <coughs> this is the point where we're going to make people, you know, feel feel that that tightness on their wallet. You know, like like it's not coming quite as easy anymore and like maybe they should spend some money and you know that'll be that'll be that weird breaking point. Every now and then I feel a game try to do that and just really fail. Like you can tell that there was a moment when you were supposed to start feeling the stress 
and and spend a little bit of money. But the game, the way that it's progressed so far, you just you don't really need it. Like with just yeah. a minimal amount of extra effort, you're totally fine. I'd say that this it front loads it because every game like this gives you a little bit of currency to play with initially. Mm hmm. So you play with that currency, and then you're like, oh, shit, I'm out of currency. I better get some more. So I bought a bunch more, and then I used a bunch of the currency. And now the currency price has gone up so prohibitively that I have no interest at all in spending right. real currency on any of this shit. And I'm just like, oh, well, you know what? I can wait. Because I'm not hooked to this game to the point where I'm like, shit, got to rebuild my stuff. So I go and attack again, got to upgrade, got to do this, got to do that, got to instantly reinforce. I don't feel any need to do any of that. I just, I do my yeah. little fight and I'll probably take some casualties. So I'll tell them, all right, got to reinforce then. So that takes about five minutes and my iPad will tell me when they're ready. And then I'll go back into the game and I'll fight again. And I never really feel the need to accelerate stuff to ludicrous levels. Yeah. So it's not, it's not awful. I think you can easily play it without spending any money whatsoever. And I think at mm -hmm. the highest levels, spending money is completely prohibitive. There's no way. You just couldn't do it. It's too expensive. Every time you upgrade, the amount of currency you need to go to the next level gets higher. So there's no fucking yeah. way. It's just uses mostly as a head start. And I'm all right with that. I got myself into a decent yeah. enough position where I can do shit. I can do my PvP. I can do my PvE. I've unlocked enough areas on the map, so I've got a lot of options. And I've got enough troop choices to kind of make a good army. Yeah, I'm still playing Adventure Express a lot. And I hit a point where I can't... Like you're you're still playing the same number of of areas before you reach the boss of that zone. But because all of the equipment has slowly gone up in price, the amount of money that you make from from going to all of those areas by the time you hit the boss and you need like a little bit better gear to beat him. You you just don't have the money for it. Mm. Like I I thought for a second I was like, oh, man, this is it. This is that 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 squeeze time, right? <laughs> but um, they they totally let you just go back and replay areas and get the same amount of money. Right. So you okay. you can just go back and like replay a level and get the same amount of money again. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, game. <laughs> well, this is like kind of like Mighty Quest. It's a similar situation where if you find like a, an absolute whale. Of, of a dungeon to get you can get a lot of cash out of that guy mm -hmm. and every now and again you'll find that that base that gives you like forty thousand power and like shit cool that's enough for my next upgrade and it's kind of satisfying to do that and there's enough i never i haven't felt like there's a wall i feel like there's a couple of missions that it's asking me to do right now where i'd be better off being at the next level because i can unlock predator tanks because i need something that's a bit more long range because right now I'm getting kind of ripped apart by different kinds of turrets, but I can still beat those levels. They're just a lot harder. And right. paying money wouldn't help me very much. Because when you, the way the level up system works is everything you upgrade contributes to your overall level. So if you pay to win, you just level up and end up against harder shit. And you get matched against harder people. So it's not like you can't really buy power. You, you buy progress. But you're still, right. if I'm level 21, I'm probably as powerful as that other level 21. And it didn't, it doesn't really matter how he ended up getting where he is. That's kind of how, that's how Mighty Quest for Epic Loot tends to work too, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It? Yeah, for the most part. Like you Although can kind I, of assume that somebody who's the same level as you is going to 
you know, have, have basically too. the same yeah. stuff in their castle and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Although I've been I've been told that Mighty Quest has changed things a lot. Like you can literally sell shit on the Steam Workshop now or whatever. I don't know what's going on with that. Oh, weird. I haven't played it in a while, so it's hard to say. I Me mean, neither. Yeah. But, you know, it's a mobile game. It's not awful. I'm kind of enjoying it as a little time waster. It's what I do in between other things. You know, I'll get up in the morning. I'll collect my stuff. I'll send out an attack. I'll do another upgrade. I'll craft another relic. I'll see if I can get my next unit type. Simple as that. And the theme's nice, too. Like, they put some effort into it. They, it looks pretty good. Like, the, the in-game models are quite nice. They're based on the whole Horus Heresy armor, which looks a little bit derpy and weird. And that's kind of cool. Because you're used to seeing all the usual Space Marine stuff, but you're not used to seeing the Space Marines from 10,000 years ago where they were wearing things that look like tin cans on their heads. That's quite <laughs> amusing. I like that. It's not It's not bad. I'll, I'll happily say I'm playing a casual game. I'll play casual games from time to time. Why not? Why wouldn't you? It's not like you have any fucking... Oh, my credibility is suddenly gone because I played a, <laughs> I played a casual game at some point. So many unsubs. So many unsubs. It's like, who cares? It's like oh, when I play shit. a first-person shooter, everyone loses all respect for me. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's not a grand strategy. It's the end <laughs> of times. Like, no. Sometimes you just want to play a, a little casual game for a couple of minutes. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Not a damn thing. You want to go play Sometimes Kim Kardashian's game? Sometimes you need some junk food. Go play Kim Kardashian's game, you know? Go do whatever you want. Although that game milks you for money a hell of a lot worse than Horus Heresy does, I'll tell you that for a fact. Holy shit. Yes, it does. It does, it indeed. does indeed. Yep. Absolutely. All right, what else is what else have people been playing this week? Mm. Oh my god, you know that um that uh oh shoot, that platformy game that's entirely memes. That really oh, shitty one that we that looked up. That sounds awful. I'm trying to remember. It was on the release schedule like a oh, few man. weeks ago, You guys, I think. it was like three weeks ago or so you covered it in a co-optional and you showed it. I'm like, that game oh. looks like ass. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. It's in, it's entirely like meme faces and stupid so internet bullshit. It? Yeah, I played it. <laughs> um, it's a, It has the exact same problem that Scrolltopia has where when you go to jump it like takes a second before it actually jumps which is, what is infuriating. What is with you shitty platformers? I don't know. I just I love platformers so I just keep trying to play them and sometimes Meme I Meme Run I weep. believe is the name. Meme Run. May May Run. Um, it is the dankest. I will say it's it's one of those games where so much bullshit is going on that at least for me for me so much bullshit is going on that I'm like I need to get as far as possible. I need to trudge through this bullshit. And like st stupid stuff happens. Like um, there's an event called a steam sale. It's like a little item. And when you hit it, there's like fire everywhere. <laughs> Just like stupid, stupid shit. But yes, Have I wound up playing that game. game. That's good. Like you've played shit so far. Apparently you got to play what? something no, that doesn't suck. I liked the long run. Okay. Or the, lo the long, long, dark. The long, long, dark, dark, dark. Yeah. But you played like Squirreltopia and Dank Meme the video game. Like, come yeah, on. because I've been going really ham on those fucking bullet hells. Ah, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to get good at them. And guess what? You don't just suddenly get good no. at bullet hell games. No, no. <laughs> I'm just like one day I'm going to get I've, one day. I've, I'm going to handle that black package. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to penetrate that black package and it's going to be amazing. Well, but that, woke Jesse that, up. <sighs> Jesse's been asleep like, for the past 20 minutes. I know. I've started doing that thing there needs where to be better games to talk about. 
These games are no, stupid. No, there aren't. No, so there you aren't. You didn't play no. any, Jesse. Like, which ones did you play? Come on. What there's did no, you, there's, there's you played no, nothing what? but heroes all week, right? Well, that's fun. Dank, <laughs> dank meme run is stupid. <laughs> dank meme run. That's stupid. Yes. One of those, one of those I mean, games no is a fun, fleshed out game, and the other is dank meme run. <laughs> no one gives a shit about that. It is a dumb mm -hmm. game made by dummies who are dumb. Get it out. Get it out of your gaming sphere. I, I mean, I don't it. disagree. Certainly. <laughs> Tired of So it. does no one play the Resident Evil remake remake yet? No. I nope. played a little bit of no, it. No, thanks. It's pretty good. It's Really? Yeah, PC port's good. It looks good. It's nice nice and atmospheric. I like the lighting on it in particular. It looks good, but it, well, it moves plays... the exact same way Well, yeah, it does, but that's the point. Yeah. That's the whole point. You can't change the fucking movement in Resident Evil and expect it to actually stay the same. Then you get Resident Evil 6, and nobody likes that shit. They could have at least, like, updated a bit more. I don't know. They, I don't it think feels they like to. I really it don't. It feels like the last remaster, or whatever, the last one they made, except it just looks a little bit better. Well, it looks a lot better. Yeah. It's, it's quite impressive, actually. But I think that that game's relevant. I really do. Because there's nothing like it right now. Nobody makes survival horror like that. And the fucking uh, the Evil Within is nothing like Resident Evil. Like, no way. It's... Having... But it's a spiritual successor, TB. Yeah, didn't sure it you is. Read, didn't sure. you read the articles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally believe them on that. Absolutely. How could I possibly disagree? The, the controls are an integral part of it because it makes every encounter a threat. Like, you're, you're just kind of scrambling to try and kill this bloody zombie before it ends up horribly murdering you. As opposed to these I... days where it's just like, oh, zombies, let's just gun a hundred of them down. I don't... I, I, I mean, I can't... Look, I'm a hypocrite on many things, but I can't say that I hate uh, uh, the mechanics in uh, whatever that shitty game is with the fungi zombies. Uh, you know, the us. one that just... Last of Us. Yeah, last... I can't say I hate that because the mechanics suck. And then be like, well, Resident Evil, because it's a classic, even though the mechanics suck. Are, well, like, I mean, I get that. Don't, a lot I of can't... people don't like the oh, mechanics Oh, yeah, I hate the Evil. mechanics in Resident Evil, too. Yeah. I, mean, I understand that. I just think that it's... It's good that they kept them intact because there's really nothing like that on the market at the moment, and it's actually surprisingly refreshing. I don't know. I I I wish they would have taken their time to make a like. If you're gonna make a Resident Evil, make like a good remake of the original. Like reboot it. Give me a Resident oh, Evil. Oh god, don't reboot it. It'll be yeah. Terrible. Reboot it. <laughs> yes, reboot it. Well, Start reboot over. it. Isn't that pretty it much works, like the works. closest you get to that is Revelations, right? I mean, that Revelations was kind of like the older ones, but it was a little bit more up to date. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm still not a fan of like the gunplay stuff in it, but I like the clothes. Like it was very claustrophobic. I like mm -hmm. that atmosphere. I think that's good. I mean, it worked. I think a reboot worked well for Tomb Raider, and that franchise had killed itself. I feel like they could do that with. Resident Evil and well, make a good game, a good Resident Evil game. Yeah, I mean, I Resident mean, Evil Six was fucking shit. I mean, there's not even a question about that. Yeah. But, but what would you want out of it? Like, would you want it to be? Do you want Resident Evil Four controls? Do you want Resident Evil One controls? Do you want a new control scheme entirely? I I would want it to be like a re. Uh, well, first off, story wise, retelling of Resident Evil One, like set okay. it from the beginning, create a new new universe, but Resident right. Evil One, and I think. It would need to have the Revelations claustrophobic feel, but have the, I, I don't want to say gameplay, because the gameplay is pretty janky, but like the way that Resident Evil 4 felt, um, 
gameplay wise. I think four was probably the at least for me probably the pinnacle of the series of the franchise. If they could hit if they could hit that that nice balance of action and oh my god I'm gonna die, I think that'd be great. God help them if they can, but I don't know that it's possible. Mm-hmm. I think four is probably the pinnacle. After that it was downhill. It was all it was all shit going at you at hundred miles an hour. It wasn't pleasant. But I, I definitely think that that's something that would be a lot of fun. Uh, keep no co-op, no like that is like make you play by yourself. I think that'd be, that'd yeah. Be. I'm I'm not too keen on the co-op point of view. I mean, Resident Evil Five was not a particularly terrifying game. Resident Evil Four had its moments still. I still think like the moment where you're in the house and you just see the pitchforks and the torches off in the distance, super atmospheric, like really really cool moments in that game. But five, nah, six, ugh. It's it's been getting worse. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I think I think like one is fine. The first Resident Evil is fine. It's a good game, but at the time it was a good game. I think it's one of those games that aged poorly, and I think it's it's a fantastic example of what horror was. But I think I think just the mechanics in it are, are out of date, which is why when we always talk about how I'd really like like I know you would agree I'd really like to see Shadows of the Empire. Like be released and some. I'm afraid to play it again, because I imagine if I went back and played it mechanically, visually, I'd be disappointed. It's kind of like uh, the Final Fantasy VII era of PlayStation games, where they all have that weird like. It's like Final Fantasy VII, yeah. And when you play it again, you're like, this this isn't as like. (sighs) This was a bit janky, wasn't it? This was kind of slow. Oh, everybody's a black. Uh, I get it now. His hair is is a triangle. And what I noticed in the remastered of Resident Evil is that, well, it looks gorgeous and visually is awesome. The music's great. And it's still watching them run like brap, brap, brap is really funny looking when they're, they visually look so much better. And I'm yeah, kind of like, just I, remake I the that. whole thing. It's, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't matter how, how much you improve the animations. That's still a bit of a weird way to move. So I yeah. guess it's going to look kind of jank regardless. But simultaneously, I'm kind of okay with that because, again, there's just nothing else like that right now. And. If you want to play that again, I think people might find it surprisingly tense. Mostly because controlling your character is a fucking nightmare, but it is surprisingly tense. <laughs> All right, let's take Difficulty a break. Difficulty introduced by poor controls. That's always a good Oh, yeah, we love yeah. that. All of us loved mm-hmm. The Last of Us when they did that. But you know, the, the thing is, like, The Last of Us had no excuse for that, and they improved it a lot with the remaster, so it's really like not a problem. With Resident Evil, that was a deliberate decision they made to make that thing just control like absolute twattery no but, isn't that naughty dog said that it was the same thing with last of us yeah but with the last they of us like, you combine it with 25 frames per second and a shitty controller and suddenly yeah. it gets really really bad like you play last of us remastered the controls were a lot tighter because it runs at 60 frames per second so it helps a right. great deal i i get the whole cone of fire thing it's like oh he's not a very good shot so it takes a while to aim i get that that's that's fucking deus ex but right. it was, you know, there were other control problems that that game had, which thankfully, for the most part, are resolved in Last of Us thanks to the update and frame rate. And that's why if anyone ever says frame rate is cosmetic, I punch them in the mouth because they're fucking wrong. <laughs> You're watching the Corruptional Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back with the news after news. the break. Don't go anywhere. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast for the final 50 or so minutes of the show. We got news. Well, we have some. We talked about quite a bit of it before. We talked about the H1Z1 controversy. That's kind of been done there. And we talked about something else that's name escapes me. Obviously, <laughs> it wasn't that important a piece of news because I can't even fucking remember what it was. So, hey, there you go. 
But there's all sorts of other things to talk about. Like, we could talk about the fact that Hotline Miami 2 has been banned in Australia. Didn't we already talk about that? No. No, we never did. We talked about everything else that's always been banned in Australia. Because Australia, for a country that's given us the the chilling vision of the future known as Mad Max, I'm disappointed (laughs) that they are constantly willing to ban things. For You know what? A while ago, I was sort of like... You know what? Sometimes you just have to ban that. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Australia, you're insane. Australia and uh, Germany is the other one where some games have a hard time, right? Yes. Uh, Germany runs into a bunch of violence-related issues and also runs into issues with their Nazi memorabilia and sim- symbology yeah. and things like that. So you got to watch out for that. But yes, Hotline Miami 2 did not receive the R18 rating. It has just been flat-out banned. The reason is... I'm, I, don't, I don't think... We did not talk about this. No, we did not. I would have fucking okay. remembered because it's a conversation. I just talked about it on the other two news shows that I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's a conversation about virtual rape. I'm pretty sure I would have remembered if we discussed it because it's a it's a pretty nasty topic. But the, the scene, from what I understand, that got it banned was the scene where, it's actually right at the start of the game, where you kill a bunch of people and you appear to sexually assault this woman. In reality, it's actually a film set and the whole thing's acted. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's the context of it. But apparently... That doesn't matter, according to the to the actual um, the ratings board over there. It doesn't matter if it's simulated. It's uh, anything that implies that kind of sexual assault will get it uh, get a game banned straight up. Yeah, because apparently, you know, they worked so hard to get their R eighteen plus rating mm-hmm. over there. Yes, they and did. apparently, it only applies to a heightened form of general violence. Yes. So, like. Anything that is still like sexual assault, rape, anything like that is still like not covered by any yeah. umbrella at yeah. all. It's Can't still it. just like an outright banning. Yeah, it would be terrible if they had to treat their citizens like adults at some point, you know, and allow them to make their own decisions about their entertainment. That would just be the worst. Can I, uh, uh, as mm-hmm. usual, I'll, I'll, I'll see how far I can push it. Is there mm-hmm. ever a, I mean, in video games, in art, in movies, right? I think it applies. I think most people who are in those worlds would agree that if it's for the sake of the art, then nothing should be off limits. Mm-hmm. Um, when does that apply to video games? Well, that is a very, very good question, isn't it? That's the thing that a that's, lot of people... That's why I'm here. I'm here to, yeah. I'm here to get, get me a brain. Well, Stir the pot. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm happy yeah. to go in on this discussion. Absolutely. I have no problem with it at all. But the... So the... The interesting thing to kind of compare this to is that this week, Hatred also got an AO rating, which means that Steam hasn't talked about it yet, but it's likely Steam will either ask for it to go through unrated or they won't stock it because Steam doesn't stock AO games. They do stock games that have been rated AO in the past. Like they actually stock a bunch of AO. How do you pronounce that, Dodger? You should know. Eroge? Is it Eroge? Oh, Eroge? Eroge. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Eroge, it's uh, it's erotic stuff, basically. It's erotic anime stuff, like almost hentai games. And some of those games actually offer a patch to put the sex scenes back in, but the Steam version can't have the have uncensored sex scenes, if I recall correctly. Yeah, there there are plenty of dating sims on Steam right now that typically have very graphic sex scenes, and the Steam version does not have them at all. They're just cut out completely. They have to be taken out. So that that's kind of the line that Steam's drawn. We'll see if they draw another line under violence because they haven't stocked Manhunt 2 before. That was rated AO. 
So that's something to consider. But I have to wonder where you go from there. Like, do, it, wh where's the line drawn with, with hatred? Do they just say, well, it was rated AO, that's it. Like, there's not much we can really do about that. And obviously, they have they have a pretty valid point with that. They don't stock AO games. That's been their policy for a while. That's okay. But when we look at something like Hotline Miami, that's probably not getting an AO rating in the States. That's not going to no. happen. So we're looking at a situation where the game is basically censored in, well, more accurately banned completely in Australia. But and I mean... There's there's a dude from Australia who contacted the devs and was like, mm -hmm. I really want to play this game. What do I do? Like, how is there any way that I can play it? And they were like, fuck it, just pirate it. <laughs> like, the devs were totally just like, look, man, it's not your fault. Well, like, they're not going to lose anything, are they? They can't sell it in that country in the first place. What's the fucking exactly. difference? They'd rather have more people the play the game mentality. and spread the good word, you know? Like, that's mm -hmm. good PR for them. Uh, I just hope that no nobody else actually takes that as an excuse. Not that you need an excuse anyway. But... The People art, pirate, yeah. Yeah, so the art example. When it comes to something like... I, for some reason, I got into this argument, and I'm going to stay away from the, the fable GGs as much as possible here. I got into this argument with the... There was an ABC report about Anita Sarkeesian and Brianna Wu basically being harassed as victims of this online controversy whose name shall not be uttered. And the ABC report starts off really sensationalist. It literally starts off by saying... Uh, women being beaten to death, violently raped. This isn't movies, this is in video games. And I'm like, what video games? Can, like, and that's okay in movies, but not video games? Yeah, I mean, that's the next point I'm getting on to. One, rape in video games outside of basically Japanese hentai is taboo as shit. There is yeah, nothing sure. more taboo than rape in video games. Evil, even the implication gets controversy. Remember the implication uh, in uh, Tomb Raider? That that bad guy, when he captured Lara, might have sexually assaulted her. There's no sexual assault scene in that game at all. And like all of the palaver before the release was over nothing, essentially. But even the implication that it might happen was enough to upset people. There, I can think of one game that has an implication of rape in it and some sort of depiction. That is Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. There's an audio log that is very disturbing. Outside of that, it's taboo as fuck. You don't do it. Now, this is very different to actual movies and books and TV series. All of those feature, you know, the, I'm about to say all of them. Like, no, they don't all feature rape. That would be ridiculous. The point <laughs> is, some of them feature rape. Like, I, and a prime example, uh, this is a spoiler. I need to be careful with this. There is, a, there is a rape scene. There's actually multiple rape scenes in Sons of Anarchy. It's key to the plot. It's very key to certain characters' motivations. It's key to the plot. It's shocking. It's portrayed as shocking because it should be. Nobody complained about that. There are rape scenes and rape implication, of course, in, in Game of Thrones. Um, there are rape scenes in books. I mean, for God's sake, the entire Fifty Shades of Grey series is filled with rape. I mean, it really is. Like, a bunch of non-consensual stuff. And yet with video games, it is a huge deal. Is it? Does this go back to what we talked about a few weeks ago? The idea that all this stuff can be levied against video games and, and blames and stuff can be put on video games? Because it's still seen as sort of a young person's activity. And despite mm. the, the fact that the vast, like the average game player is 30-something 30 30 years something, old, yeah. uh, it's still seen as a young person's 
activity. And so most of the people who are in this sort of mindset of like, it doesn't matter what the context, the context is, as long as it is, you know, something that is very socially unacceptable, it, think of the children. Like it's one of those moments like, yeah. think of the kids who might be playing this. Don't right. expose them to that. Historically, the exact same pattern happened with comic books in the 50s. There was this massive backlash around them because a lot of them dealt with, you know, like crimes and detectives and stuff like that. And it was considered to be way too harsh for children. They were going to go out and commit crimes. And so comics were almost going to be banned completely. The and then authority. they sort of self, yeah, they yeah. self centered because of that. And it took Which decades before we got mature stories. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked them up for decades. Like, and it was blatant censorship and absurd moralizing. And we're seeing it coming up again. With video games and this is the latest example of something actually being legitimately censored and this is the point where you don't get to say oh well we don't want to take away your video games well no some people do want to take away the video games specific ones and they just mm -hmm. did you know they tried to do it with gta to some extent gta is too big a game to outright ban so it was just pulled off some store shelves hotline miami 2 no not at all not at all. That I mean, that's not as big a game, and they've gone right after that one. And it's, again, annoying because the context of that is it's supposed to be disturbing, but the fact of the matter is, like, that's it's not a rape scene. It's, an, it's on a film set you are acting, which I don't know. Why is it that we can't depict that in video games and we can depict it in movies and books? No problem at all. I, I mean, it almost makes me feel like people think that we haven't grown up enough in terms of well, the I mean, genre. That yeah, that is it. We've, That's I mean, we've talked about this before that like every form of media has gone through this like growing pain period and we're there right now. We're in that point where so many people still can't see it as art, see it as serious, nothing. It's like, it's, it's a fun thing and it's supposed to stay fun and just like, keep it light, keep it bright. I'll Which be jewel all the time. You know what? Usually, it's a producer I think this song. is interesting. I think this is interesting. Chat, usually I want to jump kick you through a window, but today you're onto it. You got you're, you're good today. Uh, they bring up a good point about double standard too, in the fact that uh, in Fear Two and in Far Cry Three, there's this female scenes on male where a, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, like uh, uh, Citra basically rapes your character while you're high as a kite. Yeah. Uh, in Fear, the the whatever her name is Alma, uh, yeah, Alma basically like forces you to be the father of her child, mm -hmm. of her yeah. crazy evil ghost baby. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. The, I mean, that's a weird sort of, like, that's okay. No one has a problem with that. And I don't seem to recall any issue of that being banned well, in Australia. But, it, you know, it's a weird... But pixely that's... acted sexual assault is not okay somehow. Well, one of the problems with, like, the, the double standard stuff that you're talking about, Jesse, is that even societally, there's still tons of yes. people who would say, I was gonna men say, can't yeah. be raped. You know, yeah, so, like, that's, it's like, that's, that's like, like a that whole different problem that's, yes. yeah. It's like the South Park episode with the teacher where all the cops are like, nice. Nice. Right? When, when they report it and he's like, nice. Yeah, but he's having a good time. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Like, that's a weird societal double standard that we're, we're totally okay with and no one has a problem with. Because, like, of course the guy enjoyed it. I mean, you know. Meanwhile, like, it's an evil ghost baby child. Like, no. No. You've been trying to kill her the entire time. No. Right? It's a weird... Well... Yeah, I don't... I mean, for some reason, people seem to completely disregard the most important aspect of the trauma, which is the psychological element. Mm -hmm. Right. And you think that can't happen to a male? Are you out of your fucking mind? 
I hope you never have to meet a child abuse victim, but you're out of your fucking mind, really, yeah. if you actually believe that. You need to stop talking immediately about this topic. Oh, that's totally true. Fuck, chat's on it again. Far Cry 3, one of the guys gets raped by another guy yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. Many times, and then it's not, well, it's sort of like... that's again another oh, societal problem. Prison you know. rape is hilarious, apparently, according to society. Because uh, one, yeah, they deserve it. Uh, and two, it's like, yeah, yeah, pound you in your ass prison. <laughs> no, that's horrific. Are you kidding me? That's that's absolutely horrific. And and, and I I think the fear <coughs> when you know. Yeah, you're damn right. This got dark. This is. I'm sorry. We're we're gonna deal with this fucking topic because apparently the mainstream media can't. They can't do it without lying through their back teeth, and pushing it's, fucking agendas. And I'm not gonna have it. It's very interesting to see, like, I, I think it goes back to the fact that video games are still seen as juvenile and the idea mm -hmm. that they don't want, um, I guess in this case, since they're okay with pretty much everything, they don't want young men to act out things. I, I guess that's like the assumption. They don't want them to act out things act. they've seen in a video game. Yeah, but there's but no scientific but, evidence they ever would. Of course not. Of course there's not. mountains it, of it, scientific it, evidence that suggests that they will not, in fact. There's even, co there's even correlation. Rate of sexual assault has declined as the increase in video game popularity has occurred. That's violent crime in general. Violent crime in general as well. That's correlate correlation does not equal causation. Mm -hmm. So please bear that in mind. I'm not going to make that fallacy. But the fact of the matter is, there is no evidence whatsoever to suggest that there is any connection whatsoever between and something that happens in video games and what happens in real life. None. Doesn't exist. I will point out, there is one significant difference between movies and books and video games, just, just to say, is that one, you in video games, you are the actor. You're not just right. watching this character and say, oh, that person's really bad because they're doing that. In a video game, sometimes it could be the situation where you're doing a certain thing that's vicious. I mean, uh, Spec Ops The Line explored yes. like the idea yes. of yeah, you are an idea. actor doing terrible things. Yeah, but Which simultaneously, that doesn't make you want to go out and napalm bomb people. That makes you want to do the opposite. The thing about yeah, Spec once Ops, you see it, yeah. you're like, wow. This yeah, is why that's... Spec Ops is so powerful, and this is why games like Hotline and also to some degree Metal, you know, Metal Gear Solid, you do not rape anyone, but in there is an audio log which describes a horrific scene, horrific, and it's supposed to fucking hit you right there. That's the point. And it's this idea that video games are a juvenile medium that holds everything back. If we can't address tough topics, video games will never grow as an art. And I find it astonishingly hypocritical that some of the people that rally against this stuff and make claims like you can't treat a woman character this way in a video game, you can't do this, you can't do that, this causes misogyny, this causes sexist attitudes within the players, are the ones also claiming we want to advance the medium. You can't have both. You've got to stop infantilizing a certain class of people within games because i agree with what you're saying games don't have to be fun they've got to be compelling in some way they can tell a tough story it's like the idea that you know do all movies have to be fun do i go and watch 12 years a slave because i want the same experience as guardians of the galaxy no i don't i go and watch 12 <laughs> years a slave because i'm looking for a powerful experience right, that is not necessarily exactly. positive games can not only do the same thing but they can theoretically do it even better if they're properly done because as you mentioned you are the actor or the puppeteer you have a greater degree of involvement that's the thing is like, I think, I think tying into that kind of infantilism of, of the entire medium makes it seem like if we were to touch on these subjects in a game, it would be as a joke. There's no other way to do it. But like the truth of the matter is if we were to use it, I, I don't want to say if we were to use it more, but like in the moments when it's written into a story for a reason, for like a powerful reason. 
I think that that has the possibility since we are so connected with the main character, like Quill was saying, um, it has the possibility of actually adding sensitivity on our end yes. to the matter because we've like experienced something that unsettles us, right? There are certain studies as well that indicate that, that have come out quite recently that indicate that sensitivity to certain issues is heightened. Now, some people, of course, have read that completely incorrectly to say that, oh, well, that means you're going to become more aggressive in real life. No, in reality, that the connection that you feel to that character makes you feel a sense of discomfort. It's the same way that a lot of us felt when we played this war of mine. You know? Did this war of mine make us go out and want to commit horrible crimes against people in a war zone? No, it made us want to do the opposite. That's, that's the point. You, you empathize. There's, there's that degree of empathy there, and it's by playing that character, you can feel that degree of empathy. You're supposed to feel disgusting for what you're doing in something like Hotline Miami, and it's also possible to disconnect entirely. You can still play Hotline Miami and <laughs> just like play it as a fun shooter. It's like, hey, you know, this is a skill-based shooter, and you can still feel that way, but some people feel a greater connection than others do to certain characters. Some people are able to disconnect, and I still find that totally healthy. I find it totally healthy. You, mm -hmm. you can disconnect from a piece of media and just enjoy it for what it is, and, you know, if you want to mass murder virtual people, cool. They're not real. It's still a fantasy, regardless of how you put it out there. But fantasies do have the ability to invoke feeling. And that's important when it comes to storytelling. And we have to accept that some of those elements of storytelling are going to be uncomfortable. And that, I mean, do you get any more uncomfortable than rape? No, you don't. That's perhaps the touchiest subject, the biggest taboo in almost any form of media. But other forms of media got past it. And as a result, award-winning, I mean, for fuck's sake, award-winning films and books and television shows have been put together and they use that as part of the storytelling. They don't use it flippantly. That's perhaps the most important part. They don't toss it in for yeah. shock value. It's part of the story because it's a could, real thing. Could it be, I'm trying to think like, you know, the other side of the coin here. Could it be then that the issue is that in other games when you're playing it an npc a character besides your character is the one involved in whatever heinous act is happening but in hotline miami the the character that you're playing is the rapist and so like like is that Possibly. i mean is that the next level up i mean clearly it's I, you know I, I mean, scenario wise I so. it's yeah, and so maybe that's the concern. Like, I'm trying to think of all it, the different levels. But is it a valid concern? Like, I, because I, I know that obviously in a game you can play a character. You can't do that. You, but you could still put yourself in the shoes of someone, especially when reading a book in particular. Right. Like, let's well, let's I, talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Terrible example, but also a great one because they uh, the the writer of the the female character. And please feel free to disagree with me if you think I'm wrong here. Wrote that female character to be a very obvious plain jane she's a pair of trousers that you as the you're supposed to fill, fill her shoes yeah. yeah you're supposed to mm -hmm. identify because she's a very generic kind of character and you're supposed to put yourself in your in in her shoes and that's the fantasy and in that case it's a similar situation to playing a video game right you're you're supposed I, to put yourself into the shoes of the character i think one of the things with that as well because it's obviously something maybe sucky that you wouldn't necessarily want to experience in real life but it's sort of the the roller coaster analogy in that roller coasters are there to generate fear of falling fear and all those and, things yeah. and but you're actually safe so uh -huh. putting yourself in a character in that book you're in a safe situation but yes. your adrenaline rush happens yes that's very similar to what i was going to say about the hotline miami thing too is that you have this horrifying moment of like oh my god what is he doing what am i doing what's happening and then it's like it's a movie 
you know, it like it it throws you into that moment of just like disgust. And then and then you get a different form of disgust. Like, why yeah. would I be involved in making a gross movie like this? Right. But it's a much lesser feeling than what you were feeling a second yeah. ago. It is OK yeah, for video games to make you feel uncomfortable. In fact, I would say it's necessary in some scenarios. Not all of them. Yeah, games can still be fun. The vast majority of games are still made for a fun time, right? But they don't all have to be made that way. And the fact of the matter is, it's not a new idea that games suddenly don't have to be fun. Some people have been trumpeting it as if they've just had some amazing, mind-blowing revelation. Like, sorry, we've known this for fucking ages. For God's sake, Phantasmagoria. Prime fucking example. There's a game that'll make you feel uncomfortable. And of course, who wrote that? That actually has a rape scene in it. That was from the 90s. That was written by a woman, a very talented woman that you all should know by the name of Roberta Williams. That game was not supposed to be fun in the traditional sense. It was supposed to be a compelling story. Yeah, and I, I think, this, I think that goes back to the idea of art, right? Like, it's the story I want to tell, the story I'm trying to tell might have moments that might shock or disgust or... Or try you, but it's the story I'm trying to tell. And I think that that, as a medium of gaming, we need to get to that point where it's like you can accept the story they're willing to tell without immediately being like, you did what in your thing? And I think that's a big issue that we automatically have instant reactions. Yes. And I think Dodger's right. In the, in a game like Hotline Miami 2, having, you know, playing the demo of it, I think everyone who played it experienced that moment. Yeah, and then it was like, ah, I get it. It's just a movie. It's a horror movie based on the first game. That's the first level of this game. And it was one of those moments where it was like, you sons of bitches. Like, you felt... And that's, it's quite yeah. clever. It's a clever yeah. commentary because they're commenting on their first game. Because I feel that what they're trying to do there is they're commenting that, like, they're trying to make you uncomfortable with the amount of fun that you had with the first game. It's like, you realize that you were doing some horrific shit in that first game, right? You realize that. Yeah. And it, just, it and brings it right back into sharp people, focus. Yeah, and, and then in the second one, you're literally playing people who are like doing exactly what they say games make us do right yeah. where it's like these people being like oh my gosh that thing that thing that happened i want to do that and then you're just playing like a bunch of dipshits going out and trying to murder people like and the, it's the whole point is is they even go out of the way to make them like these are dipshits like these guys yeah. are are assholes and i think it's one of those, like the whole game is sort of a reflection back on that idea that oh, well, we played the first Hotline Miami, so we're totally going to go around and just beat guys up with baseball bats and break into drug lords' hideouts and shit. Like, no, no <laughs> one's doing that. No one will, like, no, idiots. Dumbasses like the guys in these games will do that. And that's because they're dumbasses. Like, I think that's the point they're making. And to immediately freak out because of something that you're upset with instantly without looking at the context, uh, it goes to the people who are like, this art that has, like, you know, Jesus made of poop. I'm angry. Like, you have every <laughs> right to be angry, but... That's, that's as far as it like, goes. That's art. Like, you can be pissed as you want, but you, you don't have to respect it, but stupid. you don't get to censor it. Exactly. And, yeah. and vid a... the fact that video games are taking so much flack at the moment, and there are some people who are, frankly, profiting off the back of it, it to me is disgusting. Now, I, I find the whole attitude to be immensely hypocritical from people that claim they want to advance video gaming forward and simultaneously are advocating censorship in order to do it. You, you keep games in their awkward teenage years when you do that. You infantilize not only the developers, but the people playing them. Because what you're saying to those people is that you can't handle it. You don't have the ability to handle difficult and challenging situations that can be offensive and horrifying. You don't have the ability to do that because you believe, or at least you attest to believe, that they can have an effect on the player beyond a simple emotional reaction. 
You're you're talking about encouraging people. Like, t- explain to me in what possible way that scene in, say, Hotline Miami would encourage someone to go out and rape. They wouldn't. It, th- you don't have an explanation because there was no scientific basis and, for your assertion. And the person that would would have done that with anyway. or without Hotline Miami. That yes. person's already screwed up. And so, yep. like, it, I mean... That same person could have watched an episode of SVU and had the same reaction at the right. end, like, "Man, I need to go well, rape that's someone." That's just a crazy person dealing with. Yeah, you know, dealing it's with just rape. a crazy person, and that's life. I, I, you're absolutely right. You're totally right. Yep, it's. I, I mean, I'm annoyed at Australia, and I'm certainly annoyed at the major news networks and the the profiteers that are attempting to make money off the situation, and frankly, are treating games as if they're a childish hobby and not the medium that we know they are, the most successful entertainment medium in the world that frankly deserves to be treated better, as do the people that participate in it, and they don't deserve to be called horrible names for wanting that particular advancement to occur. I, a similar I, kind of situation me. comes up with every time you get a, a World War II simulation game, like uh, Hearts of Iron, for example. Should we have Hitler as the leader of Germany? Which flag should we use? Should there be a swastika anywhere in the game? And right. so the question of historical accuracy is semi-related there is it right to change and censor that stuff for the sake of the children or or something else and <laughs> for a lot of that, that, that no for, who the hell's playing which eight-year-old is playing hearts of iron for fuck's sake jesus well that's a good point too yeah it's again it's all sensationalist bullshit it's pushed by people that have an agenda and they want to make money from moral panic it's really that simple i have no i have no respect for people like that none whatsoever and I think that people should absolutely stand up against it and not take this damn thing seriously. We've been through this before with Jack Thompson. We didn't take him seriously then. What the <laughs> fuck happened where we're starting to take it seriously in 2015? What new evidence came to light? The answer was none. Zero. There is no scientific evidence whatsoever to prove it. But people come around with ridiculous statements like the more that you think you aren't affected, the more you are affected, which is fucking bullshit Kafka trap nonsense. And now um, that's <laughs> circular logic. Get off it. That that's, uh, has no basis in reality. Prove it. Citation needed is like what I say to all of these people. Fucking citation needed. Prove it. And we can have a conversation. Yeah, I think the next big thing to look for is when the new Metal Gear game comes out. Because everyone is talking about the, the heroine in that game, who I think is basically like the second main character in the scenes that she goes through. So I think that might and, – and, and the commentary from the producers, developers, all that has been like, deal with it, which will be a real well, interesting the watershed moment. Yeah, and they're like, we don't care to what some you degree think. That's this good. the story it's, we're going to tell. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's loads of stuff that comes out of Japan that I despise, but simultaneously it's not <laughs> my right to censor it. You know, I think right. most of the hentai stuff and obviously some of the actual games that are about rape come from Japan. You know, there are certain games that are about that that come from Japan. And yeah, I find those disgusting. But simultaneously, it's not my right to do anything other than choose not to consume them. And I also don't make the outrageous claim that they lead to anything because I have no scientific proof of that. And and again, it's one of those things, it's the economy is the number one decider of everything in this world. If you just don't buy them and don't spend your money on crazy games like, what was the game, like Rape Lay or whatever that game came out a yeah, few years ago? It's not, yeah, I mean, that's been out for a while. That no, Basically, no one bought that damn thing. It, right. it, it didn't get outside of Japan. It's irrelevant. And no one gave a crap. That yeah. game is and irrelevant. It, it died off. It, if you don't spend your money, like if something comes out that you don't approve, rather than make a shitstorm about it, just don't acknowledge Be like, all right, whatever. And then it will die off. And that mm-hmm. will slowly go away. Those, those are your works. rights as a consumer. 
That's how Simple it works. That. Every time. Go any further than that, we're going to have problems. All right. Nope. Well, so that's that out of the way. So we've got our heavy topic done. Let's get on to something that's a little bit less depressing and difficult to deal Nint with. Club Nintendo. Club Nintendo. Well, uh, yeah, Club Nintendo. <laughs> isn't the situation of that just, I don't know. It sounds like they're ju they're just they're taking points. yeah. They're taking one form of like this reward system and they're going to be replacing it with another one, but you have 6 months to like deal with your shit. Yeah. So club the Nintendo you got, you got points for something, you got coins for buying games. Did you so like every time you, you yeah. No, go for it, Dodger. I was just, every time you bought a game, you got points. <laughs> shit, just talk. I'm, I'll drink my tea. My throat dead. <laughs> Yeah, every and time, you're gonna lose every time you points. bought a game or a system, uh, there's, you know, there's like a, a serial code. And so on on the little packet, little, little game packet that comes with the game, there's always a little code on there and you can type that into Club Nintendo and then you get points. And there are different random things that you can buy with your points. Like you can buy toys, you can buy just like silly little things or you can save a bunch and actually buy games. Yeah. So, and uh, the silly little things they have every once in a while are amazing. Like they're really, really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And over the years, there've been some great things on there. But the problem is, most people they only make like we made four of them. So if you have the points, get them, and they're gone like two seconds. And so the other choices, like I went on today, I was like, oh, I better go spend my points. I have six hundred twenty of those things left. Went online. My my coin uh, selection was either a Nintendo Dogs postcard set, a Smash Brothers poster. <laughs> Or like a, a, a claw grabber, like it was like a claw, like one of those things. I was just like, oh, Nintendo. <laughs> and then games, <laughs> old old school games. Like if I wanted to get Donkey Kong or whatever, yeah. I could pay sixty coins for that or whatever. Mm. Oh well, but that's gone now. And they're gonna here's they're the best part. They're gonna come up with a new right? one, probably called like mm -hmm. the new Nintendo Club. In which case, probably. La 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 la. Nintendo Same Club right XL. Taste, half the calories. The new Nintendo <laughs> Club XL, yeah. Yeah, well, that, that, so that's that. Yeah. So the, there's rumors knocking around at the moment that there's going to be a big announcement regarding Windows 10 quite soon. There was a sketch that was put out by a Microsoft employee that had a number of things in it, one of which was the Halo Master Chief collection, which was oh. implying that oh. there would be a bigger focus on gaming with Windows 10. We already know, of course, DirectX 12 is coming along with that. And that mm -hmm. it would be accompanied with the possibility of something like, say, Master Chief Collection, which they've tried. They've kind of tried this before with Windows Vista. They tried to bring Halo 2 out and said, hey, buy Windows Vista so you can play Halo 2. And people didn't really buy into it. Master Chief Collection and DirectX 12, if they were to do that, that's a huge push onto PC. That's like a big radical change in direction for Microsoft if they decide to go down that route. Uh, there was... Before Windows 8 came out, and this is a while back now, and I still to this day will say Windows 8 is garbage. Um, is. They had an article about, and, and this was like, it was one of those like rumor things about how like we had an inside contact at, at Microsoft. And, and the idea was that they were going to bring Xbox, like Xbox games could be played on PC. Right? Yeah, like that, they that's... mentioned something along those lines. And then it just vanished. But the remnants you can see there, because if you have Windows 8, you can get on your Xbox account and see all the games and all the things you have there. You just can't play anything. No, you can you see do. everything. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like 
this would be a great next step. Like having access to my score of my like achievement points, I don't care about. But like being able to mm-hmm. play a game that's upstairs on the Xbox down here would be amazing. That'd be fantastic. Uh, I think that's a f- if they could pull that off, that'd be an amazing step up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but would they? Because I mean, for a long time they've been committed to we want you gaming on our platform because that's where they make their money. Ultimately, they get a cut every game they sell. Everyone, you're bound into their system. Piracy rates are lower. They're not eliminated. Anyone that claims that is out of their mind. Piracy does exist on consoles, but they are lower than PC. Wouldn't they get just as much money selling the games on PC? And they sell those consoles at a loss, though, don't they? They do, but the thing is, there's a license fee on every Xbox game. It doesn't even matter if if it's theirs. Like, it doesn't even have to be first party, this license thing. Thing is, what I wonder... Is Windows 10 an opportunity to push the Windows Store again? And would, if they decided to put Master Chief Collection on, would that be a Windows Store exclusive? Because it seems like that would be what they'd try to do. I mean, that's firing serious shots at Valve if they decide to go down that route. And in fact, it's probably the reason why Valve has been looking at SteamOS for the longest time, because perhaps they anticipated that Microsoft would make an aggressive move on the operating system front, which is really where Microsoft still holds sway, because everyone still uses Windows. So if they decide to really push certain aspects of their operating system to try and compete with valve then valve is going to struggle a bit more to deal with it and that's a market that valve has so much control it's it's kind of like what blizzard does when you look at the games blizzard makes they like what exists what is there only one of can we go in there and mess with it Mm -hmm. right and so that's like all they're and i think that microsoft has a good opening here when it comes with like right now steam is the gateway for most game success and if there was something to compete with them, I think it would be really interesting to see what happens to prices, to what games they let through, to the quality of the games they let through. Right now, they are the gatekeepers. And there are other people out there, but most of them are minuscule in comparison. And any competition is good competition, so I say go for it. Go for it, Microsoft. Mm. Just well, uh, Simultaneously, though, they'd be pulling basically what Origin's been pulling, but on an operating system level, which actually is kind of a little bit scary, I think. I mean, I, 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 it's one way, one way or the other, that's a monopoly, right? If you can only buy Halo Master Chief Collection in one place, that's just as bad as only be, being available on Steam, right? That's the same thing. That, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right, but, you know, I think the, the, the competition in it already, I mean, nothing has changed. I think uh, having it on a PC platform adds to the competition, but I think nothing's changed uh, dramatically in the fact that you can only get Halo Master Chief on xbox as it is well yeah so well this is why i wonder would they compete with themselves because right now master chief collection is really the only thing that's selling the xbox one so i mean would they put master chief on pc how long would they wait would they have that where they're releasing things on xbox and then a year later they bring them to pc because i don't really mind i mean i don't mind waiting for master chief collection i can wait that's not a big deal but i just wonder how far would microsoft go in on it because for the last like 10 years they've shown a fundamental unwillingness to invest in pc gaming they don't they just don't want it because they already have a platform of their own where they can make even more money and they have more control and they lost control of pc they handed it to valve basically and that's interesting we'll see where it goes i don't know if it's going to go anywhere good but it's a thing that is happening I say I don't know where the Steam OS or the Steam console is ever going, mm. but I do like the changes they keep putting in Steam. Like, I like the fact that on my shitty low power Mac Air, I can stream games from my 
powerful PC downstairs while I'm yep. lying in bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like no lag, no anything like that. I was like, this is some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. These are nice features that I would have never asked for. I would have never like come up with that idea. Like they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. I'd say they are. Streaming is certainly something that is helpful. I don't think it's re- I don't think it's going to be mainstream for a while because you still need a powerful base PC. And a lot of people really just are not that interested in moving from their desk. Like once you become a PC gamer and you like your big chair and your desk and your monitors, you really, you're not so willing to just sit down in front of a TV anymore. It's like, oh, no, actually, I'm just fine here. I don't need the big screen TV to play games. I, I can enjoy it my high refresh rate monitor. There was a product that I was looking at which looked really cool that would allow a streaming from the PC. It was a hardware solution. And it's like, oh, it does it much, much better than SteamOS. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And it's like, it streams at 1080p. Yeah, 30 frames per second. No, why would I bother then? You know, what's mm-hmm. the point? Might as well not bother because I could, I can get 1080p 30 on a console. You know, I like PC because I can get 440, you know, I get 1440p 120p. You know, I'd be better off buying a long HDMI cable and putting yeah. it into my TV. Kinda, right? Pretty much at that point. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well, that's pretty much it for the news, I think. Unless anyone else has anything else they'd like to bring up. Anything in particular? No. No. I don't think so. Don't seem so. No. I think it pretty much wraps it up. All right. Cool. Let's wrap up the releases and then end the show. Then. So, Dodger, begin. We have a list. There are things on it. Today a.k.a. January the 20th. Mm-hmm. Citizens of Earth for Wii U, PC, 3DS, PS4, and PlayStation Network comes that out. That is an RPG. I have it. Uh, you play the vice president of Earth. You run around with your brother and your mother, and you fight protesters. At least that's what I found initially. I imagine there's more to it than that, but it's it's like a JRPG. And you beat up protesters, and your mother has an encouragement attack and all sorts of other gotcha. things. You, yeah, yeah. As, president, as, as vice president of Earth, you like basically sway citizens to join you so you can get everything from like beekeepers to mailmen to and they're your fighters so yeah. you sort of sit in the background like go get them guys and they're the the rpg guys it's pretty is great. it any good um well, uh, I mean, it's a i've played a bit of it it's it's just kind of a basic jrpg right now anyway but if you we'll... like earthbound you'll love this if earthbound's okay. a jam like that's the kind of rpg you used to love you'll love this uh, next up is Motorcycle Club for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3. I imagine that's about motorcycles and joining Most a club likely. in which you can drive them. I mean, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. It's actually a puzzle platformer. Oh, interesting. I'm lying. <laughs> next. Uh, Resident Evil for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Well, that's a dating sim. <laughs> grab, grab, grab a, grab a man friend or a lady friend. Sit down, play it. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Saints Row 4 re-elected for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Yep. Runs a better frame rate. So you get to have the wonderful PC experience that we had last year. Next. Uh, Blackguards 2 for PC. Yes. Blackguards. 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 Yep. That was a tactics RPG. And this yep. is the sequel to that. Looks awesome. Saints Row got out of hell for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3 Network, Xbox One, Xbox Game Store, and PC. Yep. You can buy both of this. If you want to get reelected in that, you can get them both in a combo pack. So you'd be a dummy not to. Just go do that. Oh, damn. There you go. Uh, Splice for PS4 and PlayStation 3 Network. Splice. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Is that, that named is. after that movie where the. where they I made a not. girl and then the girl became a monster? Oh, it's that puzzle game. Okay. Yeah. Or that. Yeah, or that one. That came out two years ago. Three, actually. Oh. 
Next. Uh, Ironclad Tactics for PlayStation 4. That's cool. It's a card collecting game. You are in the Civil War, but you have mechs. It's kind of great. Perfect. Uh, best of arcade games for Liars. PlayStation Network. Vita Liars. And There's PlayStation no way. Network. Uh, best of arcade <laughs> games. I've got to find out what's in this thing. What are the best of arcade games trophies? I can't even find what I'm looking for here. Play the retro classics on this. Um, what's even in this? I... <laughs> I think... No idea. I think it's the PlayStation... Is it the PlayStation Home Arcade? No, that was... Lord you know, Master. the best. You know, the best of them. The, the best. It's ar Okay, it's arcade games. I can't even find a listing for this damn thing. If it doesn't have any pinball games, I'm not interested. Nope. Doesn't look like it does. Uh, Void Destroyer for PC. Yep, that is a space sim with some RTS elements. That just came out of early access. And Deity Quest for PC. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, looks like an old, old school RPG. Oh, Whoa. one of those. Okay. We're going back. Yeah. All right. January the 21st, we have Honeypop for oh, PC. Oh, that oh, game. Yeah, yes. That We're game. streaming that game tomorrow. Apparently, Honey it is Pop? highly, highly misogynistic. Like, really sexist in the dialogue. What? How do I find this game? Honeypop. It's a dating Honey. game combined with a match three. Apparently, the writing is just awful. <laughs> yeah. It's a game that Jenna was posting pictures of, Oh, yeah, right? Jenna was pissed at it. Like, she was playing that game, and she's like, how the fuck? This writing is terrible. Like, it's really... Wait, when does this come out? Not only is it, like, sexist, it's just horribly dumb in many ways. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. This, that's this week's Fan Friday. Oh, I don't even care. God. That's happening. That's out. Honey Pop <laughs> game. Nice. Play the Steam version. The uncensored version will get you banned from YouTube. Oh, is that <laughs> boobies? Uh, yes. But the Steam version does yeah. not. Oh, this was funded in Los Angeles, California? I'm gonna go find this guy. Shake his <laughs> hand. It. Yeah, LA is a small uh, place. Next I'm sure up you'll find him. Is Rats Instagib for PC? It's an arena shooter about Instagibbing. Mm -hmm. No one should be surprised yeah. by this. Although, weirdly enough, it used to be a congregate game, so I certainly hope they've upgraded it somewhat since then. Yeah, I should certainly hope so. Mm -hmm. uh, Human Extinction Simulator for PC. It's not Seems as fun as it sounds. pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. It's, it's a spaceship game. It's a spaceship tactics game. I, I got access to that. I was hoping it was more than it was. Oh my god, this next game. I need it. Yeah. Mahjong Pretty Girls Battle what? for PC. Oh my god. What is this? Mahjong Pretty Girls Battle. Well, yes! I assume... Oh my god, I need it. It's Mahjong oh with god. pretty girls, right? Yep. I mean, I think so, right? Uh, yeah. But do they battle? They do. They battle with Mahjong. There are breasts and Japanese. Damn, that girl's wearing yes. an outfit that doesn't even exist in reality. How are you going to wear that? Ma'am, how are you going to wear that outfit? Japanese pretty girls gathered for a hot Mahjong battle. 23 different sexy girls to choose from. Voices of all girls are included, squealing in ecstasy when they win. Based <laughs> oh, on authentic man. Japanese Mahjong rules. Because that's the priority, right? Gotta make sure yep. the Mahjong is super accurate. What the fuck? Oh my god. Steam is being taken over by this stuff lately. Add god, to cart! I know, they... God, they just—they've been watching my channel. They realize people love anime this shit. Bullshit. Oh anime bullshit. Anime bullshit all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, okay. January twenty-second, we've got Punch Out for Wii U. Sick. Oh, what? Did they, okay. So they actually ported it, or do you just like buy it and play it on the Wii U I, emulator? I assume so. Or is it actually like the original Punch Out? 
I'm checking. I'm trying to find out. I looked it up. I tried to look it up, and all I found was the Wii, the Wii U. Like, yeah. yeah, you have to buy, like, oh, it's the Wii version. Yeah, yeah no, which was good. Don't about. get me wrong. But I, I, that was disappointing. I thought they were making a new version for Wii U. I guess not. All right. Uh, Pilot Brothers 3, Backside of the Earth for PC. That better Go be about on. the Earth's ass. That better be about Earth ass. It looks like a point click adventure game. It, yes. Burdachev, Spring, 1958. Yeah, it's point and click. Sensible Brother Chief and his not-so-bright assistant brother colleague saw a report in papers that in Tasmania, a number of rare... There's a lot of missing words in this description. This appears Russian. It is, actually. What? This is Russian. This is a Russian... Oh, it's by 1C. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a Russian game. Okay. That would explain that. Uh, perfect Golf for PC. I bet it isn't. I it bet looks it's a pretty. golf game. Bet it's not yeah, perfect. Does it look nice. perfect, though? No, I doubt it is. I mean... No. Um, <laughs> it's been an early access well, game. I guess it's officially coming out on the 22nd, or is that when the early access becomes available? I don't know. I... But the next game... <gasps> is called Among Ripples for PC. Okay. Sure, okay. What what is that? I don't know. It's but I wanted to say Among Nipples game. just for fun. Howdy dowdy dow. Control Upon's oh. ecosystem. Experiment with what you can do and see what happens. Among Ripples is an ecosystem management simulator. You add different creatures to the lake and see how they react and what situations arise. In other words, add shark, eat everything. End of video game. Next. It looks it looks kind of uh, kind of zen maybe. I don't uh, know. It could be. It could be zen. There's an otter in there, so we can eat the otter. <laughs> okay. Well, next game is oh, it's called. Free. Oh well. Sorry. Then... Bargain. <laughs> The next Penelope for Why do I know that PC. game? I'm looking it up. It's an uh, anime it game, a, it looks like. It's a racing game, apparently. Yeah, it's sort of like you're a flying racing majig. Mmm, okay. a flying oh, was racing indie jig. It was at the Indie Mega booth. Maybe that's why you know? Maybe. Oh. Hmm. Okay, Ish. yeah, that, this does not look like the sort of thing I would be into, but I can see other people. It seems like it's also got some Metroidvania shit going on. Interesting. Huh, okay. Um, Project Night for PC. Single okay. player survival horror. Bet it's not very good. <laughs> I'm just going to balance the probabilities here. Most of them are terrible. <laughs> oh, it was on Desura for a while. Do you remember survival <gasps> horror in the 90s? Apparently it's like that. Armello. Armello's on this list. Armello. Armello on PC. Yes. We can, so we, can, we will be able to play the classy oh, animals yes. game. Backass, classy animals. Ah. Okay. Uh, toxic with two Ks on PC. That is in early. That's going to be in early access, so don't get too excited. Apparently, they're also not sending out review code for that, which is fine because it's in early access, so I don't care. We'll we'll see what happens when they actually release the game as to whether or not they want publicity. We'll find out. Uh, Torquel for PC. I don't know what oh. that is. Torquel. 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 Racing game. Is it? Mm. I don't know. Uh, no, Cork <laughs> is in the name, so it I appears assume. to be a very basic sort of. It, it's like a puzzle it's platform. Very minimalist, thing. yeah, puzzly thing. Yeah. Yes, seems to be. Uh, on the twenty third, we have a game called Stranded Deep for PC. It looks like the Long Dark, but on a small island in the Pacific. Okay. Oh. Another survival game then. All Take right. the role of a plane crash survivor stranded somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Pretty graphics. Okay. Yeah. Does, uh, does look nice. And... Look at that. You can also go spearfishing somehow. Mm -hmm. 
Grey goo. Yes, of course. Grey goo. Of course, we know about that. That's actually worth looking at. Uh, Roche Fusion. Or Roche Fusion. I don't know. God, there's a lot of games coming uh -huh. out this week. It is a procedurally generated crazy over-the-top space shooter, apparently, is what Roche Fusion is. Uh, Pahelica Secret Legends for PC. What? It's all of this stuff. I don't know. I'm looking at Pahelica oh, Secret Oh, point and click, Le looks like. Okay. Oh, it's a big fish game. Okay. So it's either point and click or a hidden object game, one way or the mm -hmm. other. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, okay. And then our final day. It's the 26th. We've got Gravity Ghost for PC. Mm -hmm. Gravity Ghost. Physics fly around, hit a goal kind of place. Yeah. going to be looking at it's it. It's probably a game to soothe your senses. There's no killing and dying. One assumes because you're already dead and you're a ghost. Mmm, wow. Oh, that looks cool, though. Look at that. That was awesome looking. Yeah. No, I'm going to be looking at it. Yeah, yeah really I do cool. actually have code for that, so I might look at it when it comes out. And finally, Raven's Cry for PC. Hmm, dark action adventure role-playing game by Topware. The f oh, hang on a minute. Weren't Topware the guys that made t Two Worlds? They did, didn't they? Oh, my. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. They did. Oh. Two Worlds was, uh... Huh. Yeah. That was the, the word which family. unironically used the term same. forsooth the taint. Ha! Yes. Quite. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that it? Looks They're like... also apparently working on a game called Sacrilegium. <laughs> Okay, fair right. enough. Yeah, and this list is Living wrong. It, claim, it claims GTA Five is coming out on the 27th. That's completely false. I believe that's coming out in March, if I recall correctly. Yeah, Honey Pop is already out. I just bought it, so... Yay! Well, d do let me know. Post screenshots of the worst dialogue. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Because that okay. looks quite it. silly, frankly. Cool. Well, that kind of brings us towards the end of the show. Thank you very much for watching and, of course, dealing with the, the heavy topic. We like to have one of those every once in a while because we trust our viewers not to be infants and we think that you can actually handle it. Our demographics... How did you do? We'll grade you. Hopefully well, yep. Yeah. I mean, our primary demographic is 25 to 32-year-old people. We think that they can handle a discussion about adult topics and we'd like to have it rather than lie through our back teeth because that's just how we roll. What are back teeth? You keep saying that. What is? What I are don't the back know. Teeth? Like there are no back teeth. I guess it's like the molars what? at the back here. Like you kind of, kind of like you like you're talking like this. You're talking like this. Yeah. yeah. You don't. It's don't like you really want to say anything. I like to my back teeth. See. Nah. I like to imagine that it was in an alternate reality where there's another mouth on the back of your head and you're speaking mm. through the back of your head. Yeah, actually, and not the front is of your head. Mm. Reality. Hmm. All right, so what exactly are we going to be doing this week? Quill, what can people expect from your channel this week? What's going on? Well, of course, I'm going to be covering a lot more grand strategy as always. Currently, Sweden is busy taking over the world in EU4. We've got half of Germany already gone and a bit of the Ottomans. Screw the Germans. Yeah, that's right. Especially <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Sweden. Here's the thing. If you ever play like a fighting game out of Japan, always pick the guy who looks Japanese because he's going to be OP. If you're playing a grand strategy game from Paradox, play as play Sweden. The Swedes. <laughs> They're going to be OP. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of that, a little gray goo. I might uh, throw in a little bit more uh, flight simulator prepared this week. We'll see how it goes. All right. Cool. Dodger, can we expect Honey Pop? Oh, God, please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dodger. Uh, I have two channels, Press Start to Continue, where I do gaming and anime and nerdy adjacent stuff, mostly anime bullshit because that's just my love. 
and dexterity bonus where I drink coffee and talk about how awesome my cats are. So if you would like to hang out on either of those channels, I would super appreciate it. And I have been streaming fairly regularly now. So twitch.tv slash dexterity bonus if you want to watch a stream and maybe sub and get those cool cat emotes. Are you sensing a theme? And on all the social medias, I'm at dexbonus, D-E-X-B-O-N-U-S. Thumbs up. Cool. Enjoy the rest of your week. Mm. Jesse, what can we expect? I'm sick, so you're going to get what you get. Whatever you get from my channel, <laughs> that's what you're going to get. I don't, I'm not making any promises. I could be dead tomorrow. I don't care. So I will simply say youtube.com slash Cox. Stay, stay tuned for greatness or uh, whatever I make. And then, then uh, I'll see you all at PAX South. I'm excited. We're doing a panel. Uh, the Cox and Crendor panel is Sunday, so go to that. It'll be a blast. And I will, uh, Crendor and I are going to eat barbecue and not give you any. And we're going to premiere a new animated episode. It's going to be great. So go there. Cool. Uh, Got Out of Hell will be tomorrow. That's already done. Finished the video on that today. You kind of know my opinions, but it's a bit more in depth. I will probably be looking at Karma Flow, which is the rock opera video game which apparently contains a bunch of bands that I love, but unfortunately it seems like it's got some problems, so it might not be very good. We'll see. I will be streaming on GOG's channel on Friday, X-Wing Alliance. That, I believe, is going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern. I think that's the plan. I'll keep you updated on Twitter for that. And we'll also be streaming tomorrow at 1 p.m. Honey Pop with Jenna. So enjoy. I imagine I don't know how long it's going to last. Probably not very long. I don't think my tolerance for that game is going to be very high, but we I, will see. Jenna sent me a screenshot of it, and literally, like it's this guy talking. Girl's like, "What up, baby?" <laughs> <laughs> and the girl's like, "You're my favorite." And he's like, "I want to hit that shit." Like this is oh the best literally. game I've ever. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Yep. So they'll be doing that. Yep, and. uh There'll be there'll be other stuff. There always is. There's there'll be another content patch. I might do one about the Australia thing. I might not. Depends how I really feel. And I think I yes, I have another CT scan on Thursday, so I'm going to be drinking some horrible barium smoothies. So fuck oh. my life. It's uh. like, do you want the berry one or the banana one? I like. I imagine they're both equally fucking terrible. But whatever. All right. But yes. So there will be things happening as usual throughout the week. Thank you very much for watching, folks. Very much appreciated. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Big thanks to our new sponsor, Squarespace. Check them out at squarespace.com slash co-optional. Get 10% off your first order. If you so desire, if you'd like to make Perpetual a website. Perpetual money, guys. Perpetual, Perpetual money. Perpetual money. You'll have a new ad next week involving Dodger's crazy mug collection, most likely. We'll see what we can do about that. Big thanks for watching. Do check us out on YouTube right under there. See? It's right there. Look at those. Those those things. That's our that's our place. And you can check us out on Twitter. Total Biscuit, Dex Bonus, Jesse Cox, and Quill18. We're about done. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Sleep tight. Thanks, everyone. Don't let the bug bugs bite. I'm going to go take some NyQuil. Bye.